deflection is just set up for free play. That's such a rad idea. Though I'd be nervous someone would be a dick and ruin my machine. I'm sure that they don't bring like their most expensive machines. No. They probably bring you know more like beat up ones kind of thing. But you're not gonna see an Adams Family pinball machine. No, that's yeah. Yeah, that that is I guess kind not of not great, right? but rare. Yeah, my uh, it's not rare, but my uncle collects pinball machines. Like he restores them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me that when he dies, which would be sad, but I get his Star Trek The Next Generation pinball table. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, yes, I've always please. wanted to have like a pinball table or an arcade machine in my house mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. I was um, a kid. I would love to have like a um, like a Street Fighter 2 Turbo, like arca- like stand-up cabinet, just because mm-hmm. I played that mm-hmm. so goddamn much. Yeah. And I still play it because it just came out for Switch and I... There's nothing else for Switch right now, so I was like, I'll play Street Fighter 2 again. Yeah. <laughs> Are you enjoying the Switch? Well, for the like the two games that I have for it, that I played, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's fine. Apparently that uh, ARMS fighting game is actually supposed to be really good, although it looks pretty fucking chintzy. I don't even know, is it out yet? Uh, I think so. I don't know, I've just been seeing reviews popping up that have been saying, like, you know, it's the next, like, Mike Tyson's punch-out kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's the only game I think that comes out this summer, so... Well, with that in mind, why don't we punch out this podcast and say welcome to Dance Robot Dance, everybody. Uh, this will be... What episode is it, guys? 47. 47. Yeah, we're going to start out to making plans oh. for uh, the Big Five O pretty soon. I guess that means, yeah. Christy, if we keep up the rotation, you're going to be hosting number 5 yeah, and, oh, and yeah. Uh, if the rotation stays the way it is, you will get uh, our one year, because 52 will be one year, oh, and yeah. that would be and that would be you. Right. Aww. Look at that. Mark didn't get anything special. <laughs> now I just get to edit it all. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> and we appreciate it. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, but yes, welcome. I'm sure you can hear that we've got our, uh, our three regulars in the house. We've got um, Mark. Say hey. Hi, guys. Um, and we've, before we keep going, in the house, are we are we gonna not say anything about her saying that? What's wrong with me saying in the house? In the house, uh, in the house, is that? Christy, there's nothing wrong with it. Christy, okay? <laughs> I look sound the, cool saying it. Look at the little no, look at the little I screen sound cool. at the bottom of your Google Hangout where you can see I'm yourself. Looking. I'm looking. You're white. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm super white. Yeah. Thanks for telling our audience that I was coming off as Latina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you are you transracial like uh, Rachel Dolezal? No. Or fuck, she like changed her name to something like super black now too. Yeah. No, I'm I'm about as white as you get. Um, I think I've mentioned that like 18 times. Yeah. Um, an episode. But yeah, so. Um, well, it's not Mass Effect levels, but it is up uh, there. God. Anyway, um, I don't want to oh, talk God. about that. Her fucking name now that she changed it to is Nkeche Mare Diallo. Okay. What? Yeah. Well, that, that fucking, that's disappointing. That fucking bitch. Why? I don't know. I don't know anything about this woman the that fuck- Tim, who's joining us also, is talking about. That's me. Who's this person? Rachel Dolezal. You never heard about her? This girl who was like, uh, sort of pretending to be black and was like a, a president oh, of like a local no. NAACP chapter. But like oh. her parents are both like glaringly white and she like clearly is like self-tanning or like just oh. overdosing on bronzer or something like that so she can look even like like sort of light-skinned black kind of passing kind of thing and 
when she finally got confronted about it, she just tried to like sidestep it and ignore it, and yeah, the internet blew up about it. Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah. God! It's uh, it's pretty embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's talk about something that's less embarrassing. Um, so we got uh, we've got a fun episode for you today, folks. We're gonna be talking about Wonder Woman. And how awesome we all thought Wonder Woman was, because if you don't think Wonder Woman's awesome, you're in a huge minority, apparently. Um, But uh, we'll get to that after we do our standard episode things, segments. It's good. Right? Yeah. It's good. It's good. In the house. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're going to start with today, uh, we're going to do our news segment. I've got some news lined up for us. Um, The first one is just, you know, I know the boys will be excited. Well, you probably already know. But with the confirmation of Hellboy being uh, rebooted, it's unfortunate that you don't get the final chapter with um, Benicio Del Toro. No. No. What am I saying? Uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del, Toro del Toro and Ron Perlman. Yeah. But um, also, you know, with Perlman, he's, he's you know, pushing to 70 now. So that would be a lot, um, especially for something that's going to be like an R-rated superhero movie. But I know we talked about it, but I'm, I'm pretty stoked that it's going to be um, uh, with Neil Marshall, who's director of things like Game of Thrones and The Descent. And then um, David Harbour. I think he's going to be a rad Hellboy. Yeah. Um. You don't think so? I reserve judgment. I mean, oh, Ron, I think the thing is, cool. Ron Ron Perlman was just like fucking pitch perfect. So yeah, for anybody cool. else now at this point, like I think they needed to leave that alone for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll we'll see. I mean, I'll I'll probably still go see it anyways. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. But um, the David Harbor news though is is new, right? No, we no. talked about it. Did we yeah. talk about it? Well, maybe not us. I think Paul might have been on that episode. You might have been not. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I I saw it today and I was like, oh well, I'll bring it up. No, I'm but... uh, not as reticent about it as Tim. Like, I think it looks like a good idea. I'm a mm-hmm. big I'm a big Hellboy mark, so like that's my that's kind of one of that was the first like indie comic that I really got into. Yeah. That was like not a big two kind of like Superman, Batman, X Men kind of book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm in the bag for Hellboy, regardless. I mean, I'm in the bag for most of this shit, regardless. Anyway, like they're gonna get my <laughs> money. So, I mean, Just I'm. Like the switch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah, but like, I think the casting looks good, and if it's going to be R-rated, and they can do, they can push the envelope a little further than the original movies did, which I love. Like, I love those movies, but if they can push the envelope a little farther into that weird Lovecraftian horror stuff, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking in. So true. Yep. Um. So, but yeah, since we've already talked about that, or you guys have anyway, and I don't have a huge, um, stock in Hellboy. Um, we'll move on to the next part. Uh, did you guys know there was a new Spider-Man trailer released? Yes. Did you see the suit and how cool the suit looks? They all, uh, the suits, all the suits in the MCU look, usually look pretty cool. I think. I know, but this one in particular, like it's got some cool shit going on. Yeah. I like the, I like the design of the Spider-Man suit. Um, well, I also feel like they kind of, they had the best design suit in Amazing Spider-Man 2, which was like the worst Spider-Man movie ever. Um, but it, the the one thing they nailed in that movie was the suit looked fucking perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was perfect. Mark Bagley Spider Man, and now they kind of don't want to touch it because it's associated with that one shit movie. And I'm just like, that irks me so much because I love yeah. the way that suit looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the, the MCU suit looks awesome. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, 
so excited for Spider-Man. That might be, out of all the Marvel movies that are coming out this year, that's the one I'm most excited for, probably. Well, it's gotten, like, I think the most hype so far. Yeah. I'm just excited to see how the, like, Marvel Cinematic guys handle Spider-Man, like, on its own. Like, I'm just excited for that, because I Mm -hmm. like Spider-Man a lot, and the movie had better be fucking good, or I'm going to be really upset. (laughs) Well, they've ruined so many Spider-Mans. Yeah. But I still liked Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I he was he was good and I I liked um Tobey Maguire for the most part. He they, they both just got handed mm-hmm. shit scripts on their last My movies. Shit scripts. Tobey Maguire um he always... was a good he was a good Spider-Man for that time period. He was yeah, a good Peter I Parker. I just feel like he's he looks like he's 48. So he's playing a high school person who's like in his 40s and I'm just like he looks mm. so old he always looked too old to be in high school to me. whereas like Andrew Garfield I was like I can suspend my disbelief in that like 90210 way it's more like Luke Perry 90210 though when Tobey Maguire was playing it's like that motherfucker's in his 40s mm. yeah. so that always kind of bothered me he does so far up to date his uh, the second Spider-Man movie is still the best Spider-Man movie so the, the second Doctor Octopus. Oh yeah, yeah. The doc. Yeah, that. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah he was a great villain. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. but yeah, speaking of that though, um, the suit, the new trailer shows the suit in action. It's it's like the character of the trailer, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I just cannot, for the life of me, get by why they picked Michael Keaton for this role because it's literally in my mind. I'm just like, oh, this is what happened for Birdman when he flew out the window. This is what he became. <laughs> I never watched Birdman. I need to though. I've you really should. It. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. Really good. Yeah, yeah. It's I've... what brought Michael Keaton back from the dead. Yeah. Well, he was not dead. He just no, he just wasn't doing much that was good. No. Yeah. No, but it's really good, Tim. You should totally watch it. Like, oh, especially it's... it's been on my. I've got had it downloaded for a while. I need to. As a Batman fan, like, well, you were around for the '89 movie. You know what I mean? Like, you were yeah. kind of a diehard for that movie. Like, it, it's pretty funny the way they play into that whole. Thing, so yeah but yeah no you should watch birdman i don't know see i'm like i think michael keaton i think it's awesome they got michael keaton in that no i don't think it's a bad thing i think he's gonna be a fun like um villain villain yeah but uh i i just i can't get past thinking it's birdman mm, fair enough I'm like, oh. it is weird that they haven't played vulture after he played birdman I... yeah that's what i'm saying like of, of all the really like it's another bird if I was going to get Michael Keaton to play somebody in a Spider-Man movie, I'd have been like, we may as well get him to just stick around and do Norman Osborn because he's such like he's such a good actor overall that I think he could play that character throughout like a trilogy or uh, they're planning on doing like six movies. So whatever, you, what do you call six? Six sextology? Sex sexology? Hexology? Sure, whatever. <laughs> I just wanted to say that sex like four times. That, yeah, that sounds like somebody that like studies witches. Possible or something. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the other thing sounds like somebody studies boning. So I mean, whatever. Yeah. But, but no, I mean, I I think Michael Keaton is going to be awesome. I'm excited for that movie. Oh no, he'll be great. It's just Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, do you guys want to talk any more about that? I'm good. Well, the next thing I was going to talk about. Um, you guys aren't going to see The Mummy, right? Because I hear it's terrible. Yep, getting I've a seen bunch reviews. of terrible, terrible reviews. Just they've, awful. They're, um, that's the second time they've tried to launch their little like Universal Monster movie 
yeah, yeah. Avengers shared, universe shared or whatever universe they call it, kind of thing. The yeah. dark dark verse or something. The dark verse. Yeah, the dark universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm like, I don't think I want that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it. Nobody wants it. It's not no. a. Nobody well, wants it. I wouldn't mind it. Like, I like some of those old Universal horror movies, but the like the best part of those is like the camp. And if you're gonna try and do them, like you can't do them seriously. Like the Brendan Fraser and Mummy movie still had a fucking high degree of camp, and yeah. that's and why great. they worked. Yeah. But you can't do them this way where you're trying to treat them seriously. Also, Rachel Vice. Yeah. God damn it, so hot. <laughs> she was hot. Yeah, she was she's hot. so hot. Still hot. Um, but no, and like it looks like they're trying to um continue this idea with the um the dark universe because they set it up so uh, Russell Crowe was playing Doctor Jekyll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like as in Jekyll and Hyde, right? So yeah. like they're trying to, uh, and he apparently had a very, um, oh, a very uh, ethereal, doesn't really say anything or tell us much, but could lead to a sequel piece at the end of the movie. Um, and uh, I read a, a spoiler about it because I'm never going to see that movie, and I was just <laughs> like, ah, this looks terrible. <laughs> Why do they keep trying to make these things happen? Like, if you're going to do... You're right. It's what Tim said. You have to have camp because yeah. that is what the basis of these films were. Unless you make it like a horror movie. Yeah. Like, you can't go can't, halfway. No, you, you can't you go halfway. You lean into it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not even... I don't know. I didn't see Dracula Untold or whatever the fuck that movie was. The first one that they did. Was that the first one? Was that It was the Dracula one. It was the first one. Uh-huh. Dracula 2000? No. No. It was With Gerard Butler? Ugh. <laughs> that's just that's even more of a travesty if yeah. at all possible. But he was so he was so cute. Well, that's neither here nor there. Well, maybe I guess it depends on. Did you see that, it? That's an embarrassing story with Christy for another time. Oh, <laughs> really? For another time. Gerard Butler, mental. Oh, note. oh, there was like years. Oh yeah, years of Did obsession. This culminate in three thousand three hundred or whatever that movie was. Yeah, it stop there. Why would it stop? <laughs> I don't know. I, no, was I a was lot like of bronzer in that movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, there was a lot of um, late night watching those movies on my own, and they were terrible. But I watched them anyway, over and over again because I love Gerard Butler so much. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on to the next piece of news. Um, this is kind of interesting, and I'm sure that, like, you know, it's not going to be, um, uh, anything like, uh, what am I, what I'm trying, you'll understand what I'm about to say. So, um, Patty Jenkins isn't confirmed for a Wonder Woman sequel. Nope, not yet. Which, like, They need to lock her fucking down for it. I know. She's already talking about how she wants to do it. Yeah, they need to lock her down and give her Justice League, too, is my personal take on it at this point. But we can talk about that in the meat of the episode. So. Yeah, they really should. Yeah. Because, like, obviously she did a kick-ass job. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, they signed Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman for all these pictures, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah she's, got, like, she's got, like, an eight-movie deal or something yeah, like that. she's fine. But I can't believe, like... They must have been watching the progression. They must, and it, it just—it's such a shitty thing to be like. There was so much hinging on Wonder Woman to be good and to be like the next Batman Bale esque um, caliber of film. That like, but why could you just like? It was—it was such a. It was. It's so sad to know that like they 
potentially, I don't think they're going to lose her because she loved it, but they're going to lose a lot of money that they could have saved if they just signed her before it became huge. Because now they're going to be like... Or at least had an option or something in her contract yeah. kind of thing. Although maybe she didn't want that, so we don't know. Well, no, apparently it was that they um, they wanted to see where the movie would go, if it would get any money at all. That's fair, because like, yeah, everybody was kind of hedging their bets on the first female-led superhero movie. I was like... Yeah. But the problem is, like, you know, you're hearing all these things and, like, they were just signed her for one. But, like, Zack Snyder signed multi, like, film options and he created, you know, some pretty stuff. Well, he also. And it was the same also, thing with David. What? Sorry. He also already had a fair amount of. Um, box uh, office of a, cachet. Of box office cachet, especially in, like, high budget action movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, with stuff like 300 and, and Watchmen, Watchmen. And that kind of thing. So. Even Sucker Punch turned a profit, apparently. I mean, it was oh, yeah. terrible, but it yeah, turned but a profit. It, yeah. But what about, like, and David Ayer, too, though, is under the same kind of thing. Like, he produced Suicide Squad, but he still signed on the to Oscar. Um, he won an Oscar. Oscar winning. He won an Oscar. He did that. not win it. He wow. did not win an Oscar. The make if, you're the, Oscar. if you're the director of a movie, you won the Oscar. <laughs> the Oscar winning Suicide Squad. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> trust me, we're saying it ironically. We don't think it's a good idea either. I still think Star Trek Beyond got robbed. It did. Suicide Squad, they just gave... I think they gave it as a joke. I think they were like, hey, you know, be hilarious. It's either that or everybody just had a huge boner. <laughs> this is Oscar movie. winning. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. We're going to make this an Oscar winning movie. And some guy was like, Jenkins, don't do that. And he's like, no, seriously, guys, hear me out. Hear me out. This would be hilarious. What a legacy to be able to be like, we're the team that did that. Except and the, then someone the, was like, he's got a good point. You would think they would <laughs> yeah. put it on the Blu-ray cover, but they did not. Because they know it's a joke. <laughs> One Academy Award, please. When you're up against like Christian Bale's Batman's, it no. just didn't win any Academy Award. Uh, I know, not true. Best supporting actor. Oh yes, you're right. Oh right, for Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger right, won right. best supporting po- actor po- posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah. Posthumously. And I, I wouldn't. He's the only. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they'd won like some of the creative arts ones as well that you don't really hear. I'm surprised they didn't like, especially like the sound editing kind of stuff, like the yeah. sound design ones that usually they give to those movies. Is yeah. they could not, they could not give that to Batman with his voice. That's not that's sound, sound editing. editing. That's that's performance. Yeah, that's performance. <laughs> that's you'll notice that Heath Ledger was nominated for an Oscar, not Christian Bale. Like, <laughs> there's a reason there. I I didn't mind them. I didn't. I never cared about the voice one way or the other. I thought. Well, I, I, I didn't like it. I think it's funny how big a deal people make of it. I at that at this point, that's more what I find amusing about it. But like in terms of, oh, I'm gonna get all fucking uptight about it. No, like he's got to change his voice. He's Batman. We've talked about this a million times yeah. on this show. So <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, well, we'll move on because the last piece of information is you might have heard us talk a little bit about at the beginning of the episode, but Bob Z's getting <laughs> renewed. <laughs> Bubsy. I don't even know what this is. This it is a garbage 16-bit like Super Nintendo Genesis game um, that I owned, ah. and it's a, a what is he like a mountain lion or some shit? He's like a bobcat. A bobcat. That's it. Bubsy the bobcat. That's his, that's what the title of the game was the original. Um, it's a terrible, terrible Super Nintendo game, and I don't know why they're remaking it. But then again, they're remaking or like re-releasing or re-fucking mastering the Crash Bandicoot games, and I'm just like, this, um, no, that's great. This Don't baffles you, me. Baffles you shit me. talk Crash Bandicoot. You keep I've, dirty whore mouth. I have shit talked Crash Bandicoot before, and I will shit talk Crash <laughs> Bandicoot will again. Not. It is so fun. No, 
It is so fun. It is pre Mario sixty four garbage three D platforming. It's poor. It's poor man's uh, Donkey Kong Country, is it not? Uh no. Crash Bandicoot two and Crash Bandicoot Warped and Crash Bandicoot Team Racing are super fun games that are totally worthy of their accolade. Okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Someone's coming into my house. Oh, it's you! Hi. Oh, gross. She's podcasting. <laughs> Not what I sound like. Did he, did he come in the house with his dick out? Probably. <laughs> That's disgusting. Was around the bed? Yeah. You son of a bitch! I was looking for those anyway. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't have headphones. Oh, we're gonna do the podcast, but then I found these. That's fine. Cool story. Shh, stop! I'm podcasting. Anyway, three and a half hosts. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Bubsy coming back. Very exciting. Have you not I, seen? Have you been looking at? There's, there's all kinds of weird, like pre E3 stuff coming up. Like E3 is this weekend. Yeah, it's this weekend. weekend? E3 is this weekend. Yep. Oh. Yeah. I'm go. excited for that then. Yay! Yeah. Because there's been all kinds of stuff about Scorpio leaking the last like week or so. So sounds kind of um, interesting. The new Xbox. Yeah. The new Xbox. Yeah. Um. So we'll have to have a conversation about E3. Some. Yeah, we'll cover it. We'll probably cover it in the news next week. I'm sure there'll be something cool announced. But the this is the actual last thing that I'll bring up. Um, and then I'll let you guys say if you have any news, and if not, we'll we'll do Geek of the Week. But um, there was apparently an article out today or yesterday talking about the horrors that were the um, process of creating Mass Effect Andromeda. I saw that. I, I actually, on uh, what, Kotaku? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I didn't read that. I'll I was, have to go yeah. I was actually I was actually just about to share that on your Facebook, but well, I don't see it. The <laughs> thing is, I was reading and what I've read is that since the game has been released, people have stopped bashing the the animation because with patches, they've really like dramatically improved um the motion capture. But apparently, because of the way that this was designed, everybody um it's it's like a domino effect. Like only certain teams are allowed to start working after other certain teams have finished their projects. So in the last eighteen months before release, everything was compounded into having to have their teams rush to finish so the next team could finish their section. And this wasn't the case before because the Mass Effect games before had about three to five years of um, development. So. That's why the game feels so clinky is because it was this, and nobody talked about it because they didn't want to, nobody wanted to um, push back the game release. Yeah. So they released it when they'd only been working on it for, like, actually for about 18 months. This is one of those things where just nobody spoke up, so it just ended up, like, it just sort of snowballed. Just And just kept going because, like, the more teams that, finished what they were doing you didn't want to be the team yeah that held that it up said, or whatever. we can't we can't work under this deadline because yeah. you saw what happened like when it got panned like they they shelved it so fast because i think everyone was prepared for it to be a, a train wreck but nobody wanted to admit it because <laughs> mass effect was such like it really the, it's the the thing that holds up mass effect is mass effect two and three so you know we're gonna it's 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 just interesting to read that it was such um a train wreck of an experience for a game that should be given the time that it deserves. Like the fans are so diehard. Like I don't know what they were thinking. 
Yeah, uh-huh. EA shoveling games out. Not uh, not news, really. Like, well, maybe this will be a learning experience. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I I think generally the fan sort of opinion is I would much rather wait for a game or movie or TV show or whatever and have it be good within reason than just have something that comes out that's half finished or substandard or whatever. Well, you say that because you are of sound mind and logic. <laughs> but you have these angry gamers who will like dox and destroy people. Oh, you got kid- kitty purring into the uh, <gasps> microphone oh, it's there. Oh, kitty! <laughs> but look at the kitty. This is how I can tell Christy doesn't watch the Google Hangout at all because I've been holding her for about five yeah. minutes. No, I just have my I own know. screen up. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> Christy had an audition today, so she's all she's all she's very pretty today. Yeah, yeah she's in oh, super God. super vain mode. I am. Yeah. You've shed and stuck your claws into me long enough. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love her. Bring cat cat. Eat. How would you even bring him? <laughs> Oh, Mark just trolled Christy with Alf <laughs> eating the cat. I like how he was like coming down on us, uh, on me for fucking like sharing that Totoro theme park thing and tagging you in it. And now he's fucking trolling you with Alf. You know what I did today, though, guys? Thought, okay. thought about Falcor and puked? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't puke. I didn't puke. I didn't puke. I was trying to describe never-ending story to someone because she'd never seen it. And I-, <laughs> I love Mark laughing in the background. You're supposed to be supportive! <laughs> I'm hosting, okay? We are not have three and a half hosts. <laughs> anyway, I've been thinking about him all day and I've been... I've been I've been okay. I've been okay. You almost puked on your keyboard right there. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. You have a chunky microphone for the rest of the episode here. No, I'm not puking anymore. I'm barely puke taking like as much as I'm thinking about. It. <laughs> it used to be every time I thought about it. Now it's just every other time. Or like 75% of the time. But I was proud of myself for not you know, he, we don't need to talk about it anymore, but <laughs> Barney fucking came up out of nowhere everywhere, too, and I hate him. Yeah, we've heard that story as well. I was just like, no! Thank you, Amberly. Oh, you remember. Of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> torturing anyway. torturing you with the Barney song in the basement or some shit. Yeah. I hadn't been, I wish I hadn't been driving. I was driving around um, the other day, and somebody had a Barney I don't want to say crucified, but like strung up to the back of their truck. <laughs> and it like looked like it had been outdoors for a couple years and had like yeah, decayed that, pretty badly. Be a little triggering. Yeah, Mark, how was... are you not getting Christy screenshots right now? Uh, I totally might be doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm so upset. Of course you are. Why would anyone do that? I don't know. It was just really fun. I, I saw it and was like, I'm driving. I can't take a picture. I really it's want awful. to take a picture. And send it it's to Christy. Send no. it to Christy. I'll tell you why you shouldn't drive and take pictures. Today, a guy behind me got in an accident. Mm. Like, I was, I was, he was looking at his phone and he didn't see me break. So he braked too late and the guy behind him hit him. Mm. I was like, mm, bitch, serve you right. People yeah. were insane today. People driving were insane today around um, where I live and work. And it was just like, 
they were i just i just couldn't i can't i i think the people who like go between lanes a million times are the scum of the earth <laughs> scum of the earth I gotta drive like worse than Nazis. They're not. They're not. Three hundred fucking three hundred fifty miles for work tomorrow. Not looking forward to it. That sucks. Atlanta to Birmingham in one day. Totally reasonable. Not really. No. Two and a half hours each way. Oh, that's so terrible. (laughs) Why don't we then let's talk about something? I swear to God, Mark, if you just sent me something. But let's talk about uh, what did let's I talk about week of the week. Wait, I don't know. I, I had one other small bit of news, and it's not one that I've read yet. But apparently, Batman proposed to Catwoman this week. Oh, yeah. I meant to bring that up. I saw that, and it's been spoiled yes. for me like eight fucking different times before I've even had a chance to. It was spoiled before the fucking book even came out. Which yep, I oh, hate I'm that sorry. shit. Yeah, I saw that like on Monday or something like that, and the book shipped Wednesday. I want to say. Yeah. yeah, and I was seeing. I actually saw. I literally saw the pages. On Oof. Monday, and was Aww. like, "What the fuck, guys?" Yeah, like, exactly. That's so lame. Yeah, somebody Wait. posted it on Reddit like that day, and I was like, "Okay." So I click it and like look, and I'm like, "Oh, oh shit!" Oh, I yeah. guess I don't have to read Batman this week. So yeah, I mean, I, I will. I I, still, read, I have obviously. it. I'll still read it. But uh, I mean, Tom King has been doing really good things with that series. So yeah, uh, and and he's done really good stuff between Selena and Bruce. So I have that he's going to sort of treat this right i would like i would really like to see bruce sort of settle down for a while because that's one thing that he's never never, done. never, never done. really done for very long um in comics or tv shows or movies or anything so yeah. I'd, I'd love to have a few years of a sort of bruce and selena relationship kind of thing yeah it totally works for me like i think it's that's the only one that's his only like love interest that i'm like i'm okay with him being with her because it yeah. kind of makes sense to me but yeah like my my favorite version of uh of superman of of clark is the clark and uh is clark and lois married uh-huh. and and that's been basically the status quo with the exception of the new 52 for about 20 years now and that's mm-hmm. that's like my favorite version of those characters is where they're married and they have that sort of back and forth and everything so that's cool okay <laughs> Sorry, I zoned. Mark, Mark just sent uh, other. Uh, your Mark just sent Mark and I something very amusing. What the fuck did he send you? I can't show it to you because you'll puke. Why did you send something? <laughs> They're podcasting. It just might eat your chicken and shush. It might be a girl holding up a dude's penis, like with like stretching Str- out like his scrotum. Yeah. Over her, over her face with like the shaft sticking out right beside a picture of Alf. What the fuck? Like it's clearly like she's trying. Why would you? I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I want to see it. How would you even fucking find that? Is that like in your phone? <laughs> Do you not like, just have that ready to send to people? You have to search Alf penis face. <laughs> what the fuck? It's the worst. So yeah, worst. That's a thing that happened. Oh, it's disgusting. Let's just talk about Geek of the Week. Let's just Batman shit, whatever. Geek of the Week. Mark, why don't you go first? <laughs> I'm still looking at this picture. Stop looking yeah, at Mark. the Alf dick face. <laughs> We've lost Mark. He's uh, he's, he's got. He needs about three minutes to. Yeah, himself. we're gonna need about, we're about three minutes, guys. Um, <laughs> geek of the week, geek of the week, geek of the week. Um, I did go to Niagara Falls Comic Con this weekend, and I did run into Mark. Um, not, it was okay. 
not the greatest con on the planet. Yeah, I heard Wait, it was run, kind of running good. in running into Mark was okay, or the con? Was okay? No, the con was okay. <laughs> running into Mark was nice. It's always good to see Mark. You know, chat yeah, chat a little yes. bit. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Whatever. Chris is like, I could do without seeing Mark for a while. Yeah, right I now. could do without seeing Mark for a day. <laughs> um, what else did I, was, I was busy this week, man. Like it was. So I did con. Oh, okay. Geek of the week. I saw Tool last week. It was amazing. Nice. They still got it. I really wish they would just put a fucking record out because. God damn, they sounded good. Um, I had the best seats I've ever had for a tool show. We were two rows up off the, like, in the, I guess in the rafters or whatever. Not in the rafters, but, like, just off the floor kind of thing. Yeah. Um, okay. And we were, one, two, I have pictures. We were four rows back from the stage and, like, just off the floor, like, lifted a little bit off the floor, like, in the second row. Unbelievable fucking, like, I could watch Danny Carey play all night. It was, like, he was right there. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, hmm. and even though, and I like, the worst part is I have this like brain fart where I'm listening to it. I'm like, it sounds a little slower than they usually play like the record version or how they would have played it before. And then like the realistic side of my brain would kick in and be like, asshole, you still can't play any of the shit he's doing even at half speed. So yeah. shut your fucking <laughs> mouth. Like, just shut up. And I'm like, yeah, fair. That's yeah. fair. Can you imagine really? how many times they had to like try and record it, you know, such that they could actually get it like right kind of thing i can't even like the the i don't even and that was like 15 years ago or something yeah i can't even fathom the ability to write drum parts like what he does most of the time Mm -hmm. because i'm just like none of this makes any sense to me like it's not linear in any way shape or form it's all over the place i'm like it's really good well constructed and it's all time signature like Mm -hmm. strangeness and i'm just like i don't get how he even comes up like how they wrap their brains around writing that stuff yeah let alone performing it really well every night a lot of drugs yeah in terms of the writing it anyways yeah probably a lot probably doesn't odd. help with the performing it yeah well you never know maybe some weed might focus you a little bit i guess if yeah. that's your thing <laughs> i don't know it was pretty cool though like maynard came out in like full he was in a complete riot suit like helmet and like body armor the whole night Nice. I'd have been, I was like, you must be boiling to death up there in this like Kevlar outfit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's awesome. But yeah, uh, if you get a chance to see Tool, which I mean, Krista, you just missed them in Hamilton because that's where they were mm-hmm. last week. I know. I couldn't get through the crowds. Oh, were you, were you downtown that day? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The That was the only thing was the they were patting everybody down because it was so, I guess, I'm not sure why I'm assuming... It was tangentially related to the Ariana Grande thing that happened in Manchester a couple weeks yeah. ago. So they literally patted every person that went into the building down. And I'm like, everybody here is stoned. Like, nobody's in a, like nobody's <laughs> blowing up a Tool concert. So Not in fucking Hamilton. Well, no. actually, if it was going to happen, Hamilton would probably be the place it would happen. But I would, I'm assuming based on the traffic into Hamilton that day, it was more about... Uh, it was more Toronto people that were coming down to see the yeah. show than it was actual Hamiltonians that got in to see it. Cause... Yeah. yeah, not a lot of them did get in. No, no. But yeah, no, it was, uh, that was, that's my, probably the geekiest thing I did this week. I mean, Con and Tool and Wonder yep. Woman. It was a geeky, busy week, so. <laughs> Go see sure. Tool. Go see Tool. Um, okay, well, what about you, Tim? Uh, mine's probably going to be our meat of the episode is going to be wonder woman uh mainly because i actually went out and saw it on opening night i saw it on thursday night and that's not usually something i do usually i'll wait till the weekend like an afternoon show um, Mm -hmm. because it's a little less crazy 
Uh, although the show that I did see, it wasn't like packed. Like I went to like a 10 o'clock show on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, it was maybe two thirds full or something like that. Um, the, the earlier show looked like it was a lot, uh, a lot busier. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. I went with, uh, with a couple of friends and we got to sort of nerd out over it together and, uh, we'll talk about that more later. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, besides that, I did a little bit more comic, uh, cataloging and shit like that. And as I was telling Christy before we started that I finally evolved my, uh, Dragonite. So that was, that was a big fucking Pokemon Go milestone, but the geekiest thing I did was probably go see Wonder Woman on opening night. Cool. Um, yeah, no, my geekiest thing was, um, again, yeah, probably Wonder Woman uh, and Pokemon Go, just still going. Um, today, like, I was getting ready to prep for my audition, and I saw there was Pokemon I haven't caught before, so I, instead of practicing, walked to get my new Pokemon. <laughs> I was like, mm, priorities, Christy. Priorities. I know, I know. But um, and uh, it was like a shitty Pokemon, so I was kind of like, boo. But, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else I did. Um, I okay. I am trying desperately to finish Dragon Age, but every time I go to do it, there's something else I haven't done that's small, and I think that I'm trying to like make it last as long as possible because then it means that it's time to start Andromeda. <laughs> well, why don't you instead of starting Andromeda, why don't you play Breath of the Wild? Uh, I'm not going to play that because Mark hasn't beat it yet. Really? Um, he took a big break. Um, I'm going to try uh, Zero Horizon Dawn. Zero Dawn Horizon. So Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. How many some, words? Some categories? combination of of those three words. I'm going to try a game about skies and numbers. Zero down here. Yeah, I know. I know. I it didn't. It, it, fine, fine, fine. It didn't work. Okay, it didn't work. And not, not all my zingers are zingers. Okay. Anyway, that was my geekiest thing. So <laughs> let's talk about Wonder Woman because that's what we all really want to talk about. Um, and we're just blowing through these last forty minutes trying to get there. <laughs> so our but, wonderful meat of the episode. Meat of the oh, we didn't do geek of the week sting. Oh no. <gasps> okay, Mark, let's do it now do so some... he can put it at the beginning. <laughs> We'll see, we'll see now, how editing Mark feels about this. Sh- 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 and now it's time for Geek of the Week. Geek of the, Geek week. Of the week. I'm going to leave that right here. No. <laughs> Ruin. Shoddy hosting, ladies Shoddy and hosting. Ah, I'm all thrown off because of Mark's alf penis face. That was after, I think. No. Yeah, pretty sure it was. It was before Geek of the Week. <laughs> Ugh. Rome. Anyway. Ugh. Is that a Mario hat behind you? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're talking about Wonder Woman, so let's do the meat of the episode. Tim, sting it. Wondrous meat of the episode. <laughs> there we go. Now I got the Mario hat. I'm just visual and sorry editing. Visual gags. Visual gags. <laughs> um, it's, it's such a huge... <laughs> really is <laughs> pushing off my headband um but yeah so um while mark cleans his teeth with his teeth <laughs> um, we are going to start talking about wonder woman what we liked what we didn't like what we thought was great what we didn't think was great and most of it's probably going to be what we thought was great um so yeah 
uh, why don't we do first thoughts? Let's start with first thoughts about how you felt immediately walking out of the theater. Mark, how did you feel immediately walking out of the theater? I was elated, I guess, would probably be the best word. What What is wrong with you? you <laughs> Having fun in the hat. Just had like half a glass of wine. All right. Um, I was, I was just, I was, I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Relieved, I guess would be the word I'm looking for <laughs> that they finally got one of these movies, right? Um, are you having a stroke? Yeah. No, that... I'm going down a pipe. Okay. Choo, choo, choo. Okay. All right. You were, I used to make up music or words to go along with the Mario music. So for that, it was, you are in a sewer. You are in a sewer. <laughs> Very creative. Yeah, no, relieved, I guess, is the word I'm looking for when it comes to Wonder Woman. Because it was so good, and they finally got a DC movie that I wasn't like, I have a fuck ton of issues with it. <laughs> so that was my initial, like, getting up and walking out of the theater. Like, just being like, oh, they nailed that. I'm very happy with the way that turned out. Yep. Please, okay, what about now, you, Tim? Please don't botch fucking justice league <laughs> yeah, seriously. uh mine's was pretty similar i i wasn't i wasn't relieved because based on the early reviews i was pretty sure that it was going to be good um coming out of it my my thoughts were it was very good maybe not like excellent i think that they hit the right notes on all the most important stuff but some of sort of the secondary stuff was a little weak and spotty um so and which i'm sure we'll sort of talk about later but uh, i definitely uh, i overall enjoyed it and uh i'm i'm sort of sitting right now even still trying to figure out i enjoyed man of steel i know a lot of people had a lot of trouble with it but as a superman fan i uh, i liked it um and a lot of the gripes that people have with it are like that wasn't superman but i've read enough superman to know that yeah that was a version, version of, superman. of superman yeah um so I was trying to figure out, like, I definitely liked it better than Suicide Squad. I liked it better than Batman versus Superman. And uh, I'm now trying to figure out if I liked it, if I enjoyed it more than Man of Steel. I can definitely say I enjoyed it more than Man of Steel. It didn't have <laughs> Kevin Costner telling him to not be Superman. Fair enough. Which kind of bothered me. But... <laughs> um, well, yeah, no, I could, I mean, if you like what you like, right? Yeah. yeah. I have not seen... Um, I haven't seen Man of Steel. No. Mm. Um, it was on Netflix but, for like ever. I'm not sure. If I know, but I didn't ever. watch it. I wasn't. I just wasn't. <laughs> yeah, particularly... those, those pre-podcast days, we yeah. didn't have a reason to watch it. No. Um, I was too busy watching Dracula 2000. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> watching all the uh, oh, what's the dude's name? Gerard, Gerard Butler. All, all the Gerard Butler movies mm-hmm. that you could get your mouth around. My mouth is big enough to fit a DVD case. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, my initial thoughts were pretty similar to yours, Tim. Um, I thought the beginning of the movie, super strong. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm invested. But then, um, you know, it wasn't that the ending wasn't good or well done. I have my issues that we'll talk about. But I walked out having enjoyed it. I was entertained. I thought it was one of the better DC movies they've done since Christian Bale Batman, mm-hmm. uh, since Nolan Batman. Um, but uh, I, you know what? I, I get why it's getting all the praise, but I think part of the reason it's getting all that praise is because it was a chick superhero. 
As our resident uh, feminist, that's uh, that's that's a bold statement. I'm saying it. <laughs> I mean, sure, I felt like going out and like cracking some dudes' necks and like bringing some the arrow fire down and just being yeah. like shwa shwa. I, I agree. I do. Th- I think people have cut it some slack because it is the first uh, like female-led superhero movie in a yeah. long well in a long long time and probably the first like decent one ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you didn't like Tank Girl? It's not really a superhero no, movie sure. though. I'm just, I'm just I mean, Tank, it's shit. a com- it's a comic book movie, and Tank Girl. Oh, well, let's be honest. Tank Girl had its had its problems. Too. <laughs> I I also Eddie like, Potts was great in it, but I it couldn't fucking... it, with a straight face say like you you didn't like Catwoman with Halle Berry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's not. Fucking disaster. Yeah, that was a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. That's interesting because my my first thought was more like. If I had a critical thought about it, I was like, it was, it felt like DC, it felt like a Marvel movie. It did. Which I'm like, I don't think is a bad thing, but it definitely felt like, okay, we're not doing these right. Let's figure out how they do it and apply our character to that formula. Like, that's what it felt like to me. Because it's, and I said this about the, the movie when they first started showing trailers for it, that it felt like Thor the first Avenger. Like, it's a lot of bits and pieces from, the first Captain America and the first Thor movies. <laughs> no, that's the next that's Thor the movie. I know. I'm very excited. Amazing. About it. I'm um, just super pumped. Yeah. Because it's one of my favorite directors too. But anyway. Yeah. So that's what that was my kind of like, it, like if I'm going to be like jaded Mark about it, it's going to be like, yeah, they just kind of got the Marvel formula and like applied it to Wonder Woman. And they did it really well. They needed to though, because yeah. they couldn't keep doing the DC formula it wasn't working and plus that character just lends itself more to sort of a middle of the road sort of approach rather than like the the really dark gritty approach that uh they've uh done with the other dceu movies so far yeah mm-hmm. i agree well that's um, the thing but I'd, i would be happier if they took that approach with superman though too you know what i mean like I, yeah I you know, like he needs to be a character that's super dour either so i'm like i don't know i that was my that was just my first gut thing was just like oh they made they made Wonder Thor fucking the first Justice League or whatever. Like that was <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. And it's still good. Like I love those two movies and I love this movie. So I was like, that's awesome. But it just felt like a Marvel movie to me. I, I, I feel like it still had a lot of the stamp of the sort of Snyder verse overall kind of thing in terms of the action scenes and a lot of the shots and stuff like that. Like it had that flavor. They they're clearly trying to skew away from that to some extent, but it still had some of those hallmarks kind of thing. Yeah, and we'll talk about that when we get to griping about the movie because that's probably my biggest <laughs> problem with the movie was the the conclusion, like the the big Ares fight at the end was like very reminiscent of the Doomsday fight. Like it was just, or like kind mm. of like a Dragon Ball-y kind of we're going to stand across from each other and power up and like scream and throw shit at each other. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I also thought he was completely miscast and I love him, but I thought he was miscast. Also, just as a funny side though, when they did the flash like cut back to him, like the flashback to him when he first gets his armor stripped away and he still was this shitty British guy with the mustache, did anybody else fucking laugh their ass off? Yeah, that was stupid. That was so <laughs> dumb. I was like, like, this is not a timeless piece of like fashion. Yeah. Like that mustache, that's not an ancient Greek mustache. No. <laughs> it was just a white dude who's in, you know, ancient Congress. Not like World War Congress. But I, I don't know. I I, I thought he was 
Really? I I, I, was, it just, made, it just took me out of it for a second. He was fine as like the British guy, but as soon as they yeah. put him in as like in that flashback, I was like, oh, he still has the mustache. That's weird. I, yeah, like he had the mustache <laughs> under his armor during the fight and I couldn't get over it. I was like, yeah. I cannot see any <laughs> other part of his face except the bristles of his like stash. <laughs> I just think that like his voice suited it once they'd modified it, but I wish that Ares was like this far more like badass god. like. Just huge and you know, like far more muscular and just had like a kick-ass weapon or something. Like I just, I mean, I was disappointed. I was disappointed in Ares. I wanted like, you know, you know how you've played God of War. Yep. Like I've wanted, I wanted like that kind of god, like just massive and furious. Hmm. He was like the, like I get what they were trying to do with his character, but I was like, no. I want someone who's off his rocker. I, I liked I, Ares was one of the my favorite parts. Like that reveal. Like normally, I, I, I watch. Yeah, I watch enough movies that like I'm. You know, normally they'll telegraph stuff well enough that I can be like, okay, I can see where this is going. But in that case, I was like, yep, didn't see that one coming. And I, I love, I, I love going to a movie and being surprised like that, and in a way that is like genuinely like in service of the story, not just, like, some bullshit, like, hey, look, we can surprise you kind of thing. See, I saw it coming up um, when he started, like, telling the, the his, uh, um, the secretary to get off the phone. Mm. I was like, oh, you've got something bad to do. I You're helping because you have something bad. I had a little bit of a feeling at that point uh, that there might be something weird with him, but I was also thinking that, like, it might just be that, you know, he didn't want to get in trouble or whatever although that did kind of contradict uh his statements from earlier in the movie so yeah mm-hmm. i didn't have the problems you guys had in terms of you know him being like the big bad and like the i i was really happy with him as Ares overall and i i really liked the idea that you know the god of war doesn't have to be this huge hulking uh, titan kind of thing he can just be someone that manipulates and uh and is you know sort of just whispering in the ears of of leaders and uh, so if you want to be deep about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I not saying I had a problem with the him as in the character. My problem was just that when they do that cutaway and he still had the mustache. I thought it was goofy. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. Yeah. But I thought he was pretty good in the role. I and I just had a problem with the way that fight was kind of I guess choreographed. Like it just felt too Snydery. I guess like that was kind of my mm. big gripe about the whole thing. Fair I enough. just. I, I can see where you're coming from, Tim. But I would have preferred that for the second movie. For the first Wonder Woman, like You wanted to show see me. Him. Yeah. Just just like, a really big, like heavy heavy hitters God. just going after each other kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to see her up against a god, not a guy who could throw lightning really well. Yeah. Yeah, which also like didn't make a lot of sense because she's like Zeus's daughter. So like using lightning against Hers well, that's why she she eventually was able to use it against him. Super effective when she figured it out. Yeah, it's super effective. It's like how <laughs> you know there are some types of Pokemon like dragon types that you can use dragon attacks against. It's super effective, and you're like, "Why? I'm a dragon type." But it just sometimes it just happens. <laughs> that until frustrates me so level, much. Until you get to a certain level, you can only die by other dragon attacks, and then you're fine. <laughs> so she was just reaching her dragon title. Fair enough. But, no, I just... Mm. The other thing that I didn't really dig 
And then we'll talk about all the stuff we did like. I didn't. Her romance. Yeah, I I wasn't over the moon with it. Like I part of it was just Chris Pine for me. Like I've never seen him act any being anybody besides fucking Chris Pine. Mm. Like, I think at this point he's just doing Bill Shatner all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I like, saw so was, much Kirk. Yeah, he's just doing fucking Kirk again, like this foolhardy, risk taking, you know, guy, like beautifully naked man. <laughs> yeah. just, I don't know. Yeah. I thought he was a little bit more like affable than like he would play Kirk. I mean, I guess I don't know. Not by I much s- though. Like it's. I, I thought he was likable. Like you look at you look at like like I feel like he's just fucking trading on his looks at this point. Like you look at somebody like uh you know a big name like a uh, fucking hunk of an actor like Brad Pitt or Ryan Gosling or somebody like that like they can they're fucking chameleons like they can loot get you know get lost in a role you, they can take on any sort of character and be fine he just seems to always play some variation of the same fucking dude yeah that's fair. and it I can never really get too too into his characterizations because of that um yeah I just for me it wasn't. Even like Chris Pratt, uh, not Chris Pratt. I wish it was Chris Pratt. It, was, it wasn't Chris Pine's acting. I mean, he he played the. That's who that guy was. You know, yeah. he was above average. Um, you know, not amazing, but above average. Yeah, his own words. But um, I just oh, I that's a funny comment for after. But um, I found that I just I didn't. I believed they liked each other. I did not believe they loved each other. Well, um, I is... would have let me finish. <laughs> Master interrupt over there. Um, I feel like if this had taken place over a few weeks, I would have been more invested. Two days was like I get what they were trying to do and make it really like packed and you know like a Whoa, for her. But I wish we had seen maybe even just a short montage of them hunting this guy down. You know, like and her learning. You know learning to walk on her human legs but um i i'll agree with that it was kind of rushed and for me like being you know being a big dc comics fan like the steve trevor wonder woman relationship like that's one of the biggest relationships in the dc comics and to have it basically be crammed into the course of a cup of a few days and then he's ostensibly dead and relationship over kind of thing is he dead he could he could be, he could not be. The problem is I don't see where unless they make a movie that uh unless Wonder Woman two is set right after this, like, you know, basically end of World War One kind of thing, I don't see any way that they could like really bring him back unless they do it in flashback, which would just be weak. Nah, he's dead. They just confirmed Robin Wright for Justice League, so Yeah, but fucking Amazons are immortal. Well, that's true. That's... Oh, I thought she was like super dead. Yeah, so did I. So. Or or it's um, flashback, right? Yeah, yeah. true. She Fla- was amazing. flashback, or yeah, she was really good. We so so for it. for me, like having that, um, you know, sort of one of comics like classic couples, best you know, biggest best known r- relationships, just be reduced to that and ostensibly over is kind of bullshit. Well, yeah, and it it was the fact that like, um, okay, maybe this is just me reading into it too much, but um, I hated that he was like i love you and then ran onto the plane i was like you're only saying that because you know you're about to die 
Um, <laughs> known this woman like three days. Well, to Let's... be fair, like I could probably fall in love with Gal Gadot with Gal Gadot. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> I don't think it would take me very long to be like. Yeah, but I her. mean, like they. It's it's to me. It was just like this forced moment. Like I I would have loved it more if he didn't say I love you and he ended with I wish we'd had more time. That would have been. Better script writing, probably. Yes. yes. Well, because think about it. That would have been heartstringy because, like, she never got to say, I love you. But this is totally they, something they do in movies, like, all the time. And, like, I pointed it out in our Logan episode, I think, or at least I've talked about it before, where, like, if you watch the Wolverine movies or, like, the X Men movies into the Wolverine movies, he spends about a grand total of 15 minutes with Jean Grey. But mm-hmm. by the second Wolverine movie, he's having fucking dreams about her. Like, it's yeah. borderline stalker with a crush shit in those movies. Mm-hmm. So they always do this, like, they've been together five minutes. They're Accelerated. Yeah. yeah. So but at I, least with, like... Oh, sorry. Well, it's just, like, I so... I mean, I had the same thought, like, we're at the end when he says, I would have preferred the line you said to, like, him saying I love you. I understand being in front of Gal Gadot and blurting that out, because I probably <laughs> would, too. Um, But... It's just the way they do this shit at this point. Like, everything's just so hyper-accelerated all the time. Yeah. It's like you can't... I don't know. I just... To me, it belittled the strength of her character. Yeah. Like, See, Patty Jenkins just posted... Like, there was just a news story about how having a love interest doesn't diminish her as a woman or something like that. So, no, no not, not having a love, love interest, interest, period. But having a love interest that she falls for that quickly is yeah. a little... And uh, like the implication of the first her man virginity. she meets. Yeah. Yeah, he's the first man that she met. She's just been waiting for a man to come along and show her what love is. Like I loved I loved the adage behind when she was like the idea of her reading the 12 books of seduction and like it's yeah. not about pleasure blah, blah blah. I was like ha 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 that's hilarious. But then like that moment of like candlelight in the upstairs after they just saved the town and she lost her virginity to him, but it was never discussed. Like, um, I get that they didn't want to like make it a thing, but at the same time I was like, at least that would have given us some context. Like seeing her lying in his arms or him lying in her arms, you know, like after they've made love for the first time and even just like a cute little side quip of her, not Chris Pine because it wouldn't have worked, but maybe her being like, well, maybe you were wrong about one of those books. <laughs> you know, like something funny to like show them laughing together and like being sweet together and like maybe waking up the next morning to the sound of the bomb or something. Yeah. Like just give us a short little bit more that, you know, isn't just implied sexual chemistry because you're lonely in this war ridden thing. Like this woman just fucking, you couldn't get territory in no man's land for a year. And she came in and was like, "What's up, bitches?" And just like storms this place. Like that was an would... awesome scene, by the way. That was an awesome. Was scene. So fucking good. But we can give ten minutes to that, and we can't give more than forty-five seconds to their lovemaking, which was literally just eyes and candles. <laughs> like, no, give me some more story. I don't need any more special effects. You just you're about to have this gigantic insane fight give me some love give me some like in- intimacy that makes me actually care about their relationship it's two beautiful people like i need substance i think christy didn't like that part i didn't like it. <laughs> i did not like it <laughs> yeah i mean like i said i 
I, I hope that Steve Trevor isn't actually dead so we can see more. However, they sort of work it in so we can see more of their relationship. Um, you heard her scream, Steve! Well, yeah, but it's a comic book movie. Nobody's dead, even if you do see them die. Um, and we technically didn't watch him die. Yeah, so. exactly. In that case, we didn't actually watch we him watched die. So he's heavily. even less dead than comic book characters that come back Can normally be. are. Yeah, so. Yeah, but um, I said that about that guy from Game of Thrones, and he was just confirmed dead. Yeah, but that's Game of Thrones, not a comic. Yeah, movie. that's yeah. Game of Thrones, they'll kill anybody, fucking off screen or on screen, and they're fucking Destiny. dead unless you're Jon Snow. <sighs> but anyway, sorry, <laughs> you were saying. Uh, no, that was pretty much all, all I had to to say there. Did you? So, do, how do we want to do this? Do you want to just uh, get all our gripes out and then mm-hmm. and then jerk it off for the rest of the movie? Yeah, exactly. All right. I there were some um sort of moments that were just awkwardly acted or overacted or like moments where the accents slipped and that kind of took me out of the movie a bit. Um I don't know if you guys noticed any of that kind of stuff happening, but um I can't like think of anything off the top of my head. It's just a feeling that I had a few times throughout the movie. I thought they missed an opportunity um to introduce um is it Sergeant Rock? Like the old yeah. character. I know it's a World War II thing, but I really feel like they're never going to do like a Sergeant Rock movie. I felt like he should have been one of the guys in there just because. Well, there are. Yeah, I I would love to see that too. Um, mm. so yeah, I Sergeant Rock. I mean, that's was deep some cuts of the yeah. DC stuff. So like, I get well, why you're not going to touch it. But. but there are World War because like the in the like seventies there was uh like war comics got really big for a while yeah. and there were. World War One DC characters as well. Like there's uh, one called Enemy Ace that comes to mind, and he was a uh, a German uh, like biplane uh, pilot or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that's one that they very easily could have just popped in there in one of those you know scenes where there were a bunch of Nazis. Well, not Nazis. This is pre-Nazi, but a bunch of Germans, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all hanging out together or whatever, and that would have been a nice little nod. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just felt like Sergeant Rock is like big enough that they could have pulled it off, but not big enough that they were ever going to use him anywhere else. So like, mm-hmm. why not just kind of toss? Even if you just say he's, it's World War One, so it's not that far removed from World War Two. So he could have been Private Rock at that point or something like that. You know what I mean? Like just have that nod. I don't know. That would have been. <laughs> then he would have been like in his like fifties or sixties in World War Two or something like that. No, if he was twenty, he would have been in his forties or something like that. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, I just like I was like, if you're gonna start doing like Easter eggy things, I'm like that would have been one that I would have done, but that's just yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like. I'm trying to think of like gripes. Like the like the biggest thing I had was like the fight. Like I didn't even have the love interest thing. I was just like, they just do this in all these movies now. Like I don't even. It doesn't even phase me. Like I don't mind seeing two pretty people like smoosh or whatever. So I'm like, that's fine <laughs> with me. I don't care. Um, and it was done in a pretty feminist sort of way too. Like it wasn't like, hey, let's show you know this you know, really from the male gaze kind of thing. Like it yeah. was very much sort of a egalitarian sort of uh relationship or and and physical and uh emotional sort of relationship kind of thing. Well, you know, I it's, that was good. it's funny though at first because they play her so naive when she comes to like man's world or whatever. Um that at like I guess that at first blush you would kind of be like, Whoa, she seems kinda of young to be like getting it like this seems kinda of like he's taking advantage of her. But you have to kind of put into perspective the fact that she's actually like two or three thousand years old or something like that at this point. Mm-hmm. So you got to yeah. be like, oh, okay, that's maybe a little bit fair about it. But 
I seen like I saw some kind of criticism about it, uh, like in that regard, and I was like, yeah, but Wonder Woman's like two thousand years old, right? So, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I think she, she knows she was, what she's doing. She was naive in some ways, but not in others. Like she was obviously pretty naive about like how uh, about obviously like sort of man's world in general, but like she was obviously very sort of uh, like she she was naive in terms of like what you know what we might call like street smarts or whatever but yeah. she was very obviously very book learned um, well yeah what else did you guys think like before we continue on to the happy things were there any other gripes the other biggest gripe that i had was that um some of the supporting characters were pretty fucking one-dimensional uh like uh particular like chief more than anybody like having a fucking native dude named chief that is like just so stereotypically Native American, um, even though he's Canadian. Apparently, he's from Alberta. Yeah, he's from Alberta. Um, but uh, yeah, that was it. Was just really unfortunate that we got left with another example of not only a comic book movie but a DC movie using na- Native Americans as like a fucking disposable plot device and like a set piece, like Slipknot and Suicide Squad, where he was just there to get his fucking head blown off. I did ten minutes in. Kind of like the way they played. Like they didn't shy away from the fact that they were like twenty years removed from like the genocide of the American, like indigenous yeah. American things. Like he mentioned yeah. that, and I was like, "That's not bad." And like there was little things the way they played. Um, I don't remember the character's name, but the actor guy, where uh, he was Samir. like, "Oh, I want to be, I want to be an actor, but like I'm, I'm too brown." And I was like, "Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, okay." Like they're not shying away. They're not like fucking shining a huge spotlight on it, but they're not shying away from like mentioning the problems of the time, kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But like those, those three are still problems we have. Yeah, those three guys overall, like um, Chief, and to a lesser extent, Samir and Charlie, the Scottish guy. Like they were all pretty, just like they weren't wow. particularly uh, dimensional characters in any stretch. Like this guy's, this guy has PTSD, and this guy can't be an actor. And like, great, you know, shine a light on those a little bit. But it's almost like you know, really, actually, give it some fucking meat, or just don't bother, kind of thing. Um, that being said, at least like this is a female-led movie. It's obviously very strongly about the female characters. Um, so I was happy that that the female characters all sort of got their due, and that the characters that we were left sort of wanting on were male characters, at least. Yeah, yeah. I just you know what it's everything that you just said, and the fact that it's just what a lame waste of these people that were supposed to mean so much to her. You know, mm-hmm. like, she looks on this picture like it's, you know, this, this incredible time in her life. And obviously it was, but, like, they had no substance. Yeah. And it, it, it's like, the and same. And Samir was constantly hitting on her. <laughs> it's the same sort of thing. Like She's fucking Gal Gadot. Of course he's hitting on her. <laughs> it would have taken, yeah. like, another sort of, like, maybe one or two of those sort of uh, campfire scenes that they had to mm-hmm. really give those characters yeah. a little bit but more I'm sort saying... of development and, and dimension to them. And, Give and, it a month. Make and, it a month. Exactly. And I mean, the, the movie wasn't um, wasn't so, you know, it, it was relatively quickly paced. Like, I feel like they could have dropped another, like, five-minute scene in there or something like that that would have uh, that would have accomplished that without killing the pace of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just found that it was, there was some stuff in there that I totally get why they did it, but... I don't know. There was a bunch of stuff they could have cut to make room for story. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, I just, 
I think that kind of leads to my other qualm, which was so much slow mo. Zack Snyder. It was cool. Yeah. Very cool, but so much slow mo. That's one of those things that we've talked about before, though, right? Like this is this is Snyder verse, right? And if they didn't have that, it would feel it would feel jarring to some extent to have a DC EU movie that just so abruptly broke ties and broke uh, broke style form or sort of broke broke form from the uh, the well his whole stylistic approach right yeah. like the way he directs like I don't I I. Like I don't have a problem with them kind of shying away, and that was something we've talked about like before, at least. And that and they need to do it in steps, kind but of they thing. need to do it in steps, right? Yeah. Because like that's what my concern with the Flash is, right? Like going forward into those other mm-hmm. movies, which I'm still not sure if that movie's ever going to happen. But that's neither here nor there <laughs> at this point. Um, it's that like I don't think that Snyderverse tone works for the Flash, and I'm not even sure that it works particularly well for Wonder Woman. I'm, but I mean it works better than it would for like ostensibly the Spider-Man of that universe, right? Like the, the bouncy kind of happy guy. So mm-hmm. plus setting it in world war one allows it to have that, like totally washed out. Everything is bleak kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. Where you only splash of color is that outfit. So yeah. Or the gas or the, gas. that was pretty colorful. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I I didn't mind the the slow mo. Like I thought it was a nice way to sort of highlight uh, the her particular like physicality and style as a fighter. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there was a couple ones like where she was using the lasso, where they were doing the slow mo mm-hmm. when she was like using it almost like a whip. That I was like, this looks really yeah. fucking cool. Not physically possible, but really fucking cool. Like it looks. <laughs> well, cool. we don't know the fuck the uh, lasso's uh, magic. It's magic, right? right? Yeah. You know, per- ostensibly, she has like maybe some level of control over it. Yeah, and that oh, it no, can I'm... do things that physics normally wouldn't allow. Kind of. I'm thing. totally accepting of that. I just like when you like because I'm watching. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. My brain eventually is like, that's a piece of rope. How's it doing that? But it's like, yeah. well, it's magic. So <laughs> I'm watching a comic book movie. Mark, let it go. Like it's fine. Oh, the golden oh. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Can we that stupid thing with Chris where his character was like it was the shittiest acting of like being forced to tell the truth. I was like, really? Oh, oh, when they put him in the lasso at the beginning. Yeah, it barely looked like it was tight at all. He could have been like, it doesn't need to be tight. You can literally hold on to it and it makes you tell the truth. I know, but I was kind of like, because eh. he does that later. He wraps it around his hand. He gets forced to tell the I truth. I know, but he's like, it's yeah. hot. It's hot. I was like, then show us it's hot. This is sad. No, yeah, like I said, I mean, his acting overall was was my other. He's not a was was one of my favorite actor friends. though. Like that's one of the, like that's like Chris Pine, like Chris Pine's Chris Pine. Like he's not. Yeah, he's very pretty, and he's kind of charming, but like I don't. He's I'm not ne- terrible though. Not, yeah, yeah, but he's not great. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like we've been talking about it. He's not. He's fairly one note. Like he's, he's serviceable. Kind of, yeah, but he's always kind of playing that kind of smug, mm-hmm. cool guy, right? You know what I mean? Like he's always gonna be, yeah. especially now that he's affected so much of Bill Shatner's style. Yeah, I feel like he's just gonna be that guy. He's gonna play Kirk from now till like he's not pretty enough to do that anymore. So, yeah. I I mean I, I felt like they had more story to tell with him as well. Like yeah. this is not his fault, but but like I feel like I could have used a little bit more of Steve Trevor's backstory kind of thing. Again, mm-hmm. it's it's a female led movie, and that's really the characters that they did the best job on, and I'm happy with that. 
but uh, he was a character that just didn't seem quite as fleshed out. It was really nice though um, to see those male characters, not like uh, uh, Steve Trevor and the others, get protected and saved over and over by Diana. Though that was so yeah, so no, that was great. Yeah, and I think there was and a he lot he of did the... a good job of playing that side of it. Yes. I think there was, like, I'm not saying he was, that's why I didn't hate him. I didn't think he was, I, I didn't think his character was poor. I thought that it was great that he was so accepting of a woman um, doing that and, like, being a savior. But um, I I just, the thing about him not believing her, you know, with Ares being real, and I was just like, yeah, okay, so Ares is real. Um, and just, like, I don't know, just a couple of other things. I, I don't think some things weren't great, but some things were fantastic. Like his interactions with her, they had great chemistry. They did. I thought the chemistry was great. Yeah. Um, I thought that he was a good everyman American, you know, like he if that's what you were going for, that's what you got. Um, But uh, overall, like. I just found he had very little gusto. Maybe yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, come on. <laughs> I may have just posted the Come on. Penis elf picture to our chat. Uh I find it very amusing <laughs> we're podcasting and still having side conversations. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we could just talk like out loud about what we're talking about in the chat, but now let's, <laughs> let's type to each other while we're quiet on the show. That's good. That's good. <laughs> What's going on with our lives, guys? Anyway, um, that, was, that was all my 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 gripes. This is so gross. <laughs> it really is. It is pretty gross. Like fuck, I hate him so much. <laughs> Who Alf or that guy's penis? Or Mark? And that girl for letting that happen. <laughs> she looks into it though. Like she, she looks, looks pretty, pretty happy. Yeah, Mark, you're gonna have to make gross. this the uh, the, epi- the episode image no. now. <laughs> well, it's fat, we'll get our Facebook page banned. Yeah, we'll forever. get banned for yeah. We'll probably get banned for posting a cock. So, so gross. I don't even know oh, if we could link off to it. So. You just go take the rest of the episode. What did you like? I don't care anymore. <laughs> All right. I'll if we're talk if we're done with gripes. Um. And I just sort of alluded to this a little bit. It was really nice to see a female-led uh, superhero film and a female superhero that wasn't envisioned for the male gaze. Like, there weren't gratuitous butt shots, that kind of thing. Like, there were a couple times where I thought they were going to go there, and then they didn't, and I was like, thank God. Yeah, they didn't, like... I don't remember any time where you were, like, looking at her body in a way. No, they were, like... There were no money shots, and I was no. so happy that they didn't do that, because the minute that they did, it fucking undermines everything else. What they did do, though, is they really liked getting way up close and glamour-shotting her. Like, Yeah. Like, they were right in her face a lot, which, like, is fine, because, I mean, Gal Gadot. So, like, it's <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that was probably, like, I didn't, I didn't like, I have a problem with that. It's a close-up. She's the star of the movie. That's going to happen a lot. But I, I, I seem to notice it a lot more. Um in this movie than I usually would. Maybe because I'm like, oh shit, that's Gal Gadot and it's 20 feet tall because it's on a movie <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I, I I can't... I really enjoyed the movie, so I'm trying to think of like what specifically I liked about it. Um, we talked about the No Man's Land scene, which I think everybody has just been like 
jerking yeah. off like all over the place. Like that's been like the big thing um, to talk about. I did like um, the fact that because of uh, Gal Gadot's accent, like she can't w- wouldn't be able to convincingly affect an American or like more neutral accent. Mm-hmm. They let her speak in her kind of native, like I guess Israeli kind of like Middle Eastern kind of accent. Which makes and, sense because it's sort of you know cradle of civilization, which is what sort of Themyscira is supposed to be essentially anyway. Yeah, it's supposed because it's supposed to be by Greece, like it's in that yeah. general vicinity. So, but like the fact that they had all the other actresses on Themyscira affect her accent or like use a similar accent to kind of play it off. I was like, that's mm-hmm. really smart. Like I like that you guys did that. Um, there was a couple cases where it wasn't particularly well done, though. Yeah, but like nobody's gonna was, nail it a hundred percent. Like it's act doing an accent's not the most fucking easy thing to do apparently i don't know i'm not an actor so i have no idea if it is easy or not yeah um but like i thought it was good that like let her keep her accent because she's going to be doing most of the talking in the movie and then have everybody else kind of adapt to her so that it doesn't seem odd that she's the only one who has that accent like that made more sense to me so yeah no, the Themyscira stuff in general, I thought was really, really well done. Um, the set design on that fucking like whatever yeah. that like that opening matte painting, like just showing you Themyscira yeah. like on the whole, I was like, this is beautifully designed. Like they did yeah. a really good job of like making it look lived in and functional and still like really beautiful and, and like, ancient and yeah, and ancient. Yeah. yeah, like the 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 depiction of Themyscira and the Amazons overall, I was really really happy with. It was beautiful. It was. Fairly comic accurate for some of the versions of Themyscira that have been yeah. out there as well. Um, the while we're on that sort of period in the movie, um, Connie Nielsen playing Hippolyta was really good. Apparently, Nicole Kidman was going to be doing that role. And Still I'm think so, they should have got Linda I'm, Carter. Like that would have been mm-hmm. my first fucking pick. Would have been Linda Carter. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think Nicole Kidman can have pulled that off in the same way. No. No. Um. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a movie Nicole Kidman's in. Oh, I've definitely seen. Never seen Eyes Wide Shut or. Oh no, I've seen Eyes Wide Shut. Okay, fair enough. Moulin Moulin Rouge. No, nope, I'll believe you haven't seen Moulin Rouge. No, nope, never saw that. <laughs> I remember Eric talking about it a lot. Never saw it. I love Moulin Rouge. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I like the Themyscira stuff. I like that they were able to once they adapted to the like the tactics the Germans were using. Like they were such badass warriors that even with like on horseback with swords and like bows and mm-hmm. arrows. They took out that whole fucking platoon, whatever, or, whatever, platoon yeah. or whatever of Germans like yeah. fairly easily once they kind of figured out what was going on. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Come on, Christy, get back in this. No. <laughs> what did you like? I liked the movie. <laughs> I. Well, what I liked was I liked the. Um, Amazonian women. I thought the fact that Buttercup could become, you know, this <laughs> badass, kick-ass. Well, she took time Amazonian. out from running the uh, running the country because she became yep. president at the end. Spoilers: she becomes president. Oh no, end. I haven't seen any of House of Cards. Oh well, spoilers because the end of season five. Oh, I just sh- sh- I haven't watched any of House of Cards That's either. Enough. But I don't that know is why enough. That is enough. <laughs> are you not? Have you? Are you like just haven't? Seen I'm season into the five? first season. Oh. Have you guys seen the the meme that's going around where it's uh, Princess Buttercup and uh, uh, Princess Leia, uh, and then their pictures as like General Antiope and yeah. uh, General uh, General? Yeah, something about Leia, like it, it's awesome. That, it's awesome that I got to grow up to see my princesses become generals or something like that. Yeah, I was like that's yeah, that's true. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 
Um, oh, no, I really right. like. I was kind of. I was totally surprised. To, like, I knew. I, I'm not sure if I knew she was in it or not, but I was like, "Oh shit, Robin Wright!" And I was literally mm-hmm. um, on the weekend when I went and saw the movie. I was like binging House of Cards season five, so I was like just watching her, like episode after episode, right? Yeah. And then I get to the movie, and I'm like, "Am I having a flashback? Like, am I just... Oh wait, no, that's actually Robin Wright. Like, I forgot she was in this. Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And she was super badass too. So, yeah. But yes. Um... <laughs> Tim, you just fucking blew the podcast by I sending broke, that picture early. I broke Christy. Yeah, I'm not really. <laughs> your, anyway. Your Mark sent that to begin with. That's true. Yeah, he didn't send it to me, though. I'm actually surprised he didn't. No, I'm not. I kind of am. He knows better. <laughs> You've, you can see what's happened. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, I enjoyed um, the feminist component of the movie, but I enjoyed that it wasn't beating you over the head with the fact that this was a movie about empowering women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that made it stronger. Um, I think if the, the core of it, which is why I also didn't really mind that there was a love interest because, like, again, I didn't, I don't think that it added to her character as a whole because it didn't really change her too much. Except for that fucking, oh, right, this one last gripe that everything was about love. Like, I was just like, bah! That's That's very much a Wonder Woman, like, character hallmark, though. Like, that is her thing, is that she loves everyone kind of thing. She has so much love for the world and for humanity in general. And, uh, and that really is um, sort of what sets her apart from maybe Superman, who is more about, like, hope, hope, hope and justice and freedom and that kind of thing. Batman is about fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't those just well, the titles to those fucking books that Al Cross did? <laughs> uh, no, what the was the Wonder, Wonder Woman ones? I don't know. Sorry, keep going, Christy. Yeah, sorry, Christy. That's okay. No, I just... um, Yeah, I thought that... um, I, I thought that it was nice that it didn't uh, become, you know, this obnoxious feminist rant, but I also was like, don't make it about love and about how she loves this guy. Like, I don't think they made the it about women? like her. Like I don't think, but I don't. I wouldn't say it's like about her loving this guy. Like it, I, I don't know. And I hear what you're saying, but um, I just I don't know. I I just wasn't. I wasn't sold on the idea that um, she already loved people. She knew how to love. She loved her mother and her Amazon women, and she. She knew what loss was. She didn't know loss in the same way of like, you know, you know, you've been doing a guy loss, but like <laughs> she knew loss with Robin Wright and she was learning about it quickly and that's why she left. She left because of love. She didn't learn love. She was just relearning. Uh, overall, I really I did enjoy it. I thought there were a lot of really good um really good aspects to the movie i thought that it was um well written for the most part and um strong female actresses i hate you and um (laughs) yeah i just i'm in the end i i think that it's going to be i think it'll get stronger at least i hope it gets stronger because i think there's a lot of potential for this to continue as a franchise and like get better because I think with this one, especially because it was such a, you know, a different ball game, they're trying some brand new things. They had to do some test stuff that didn't work, but it's still it. It's not that it didn't work. It wasn't flawless, but 
I'm excited to see what the next Wonder Woman will be, and I hope it breaks breaks the bank too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie did really well financially, and uh, I mean the the other ones did as well. But I'm glad that this was not only just a critical success, but also a uh, uh, box office uh, box office uh, box office success as well. God, I haven't had that much to drink. Um. Oh, we got Mark, uh, Mark, other Mark, uh, clinking dishes in the background again. We're, man, we're really hitting all these bingo boxes tonight here, folks. Mm. Very well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I think overall the, just going on like a sort of overall appreciation of the movie, I thought that the balance that they struck was really good and the tone that they struck overall was, was good for this movie and this character. Like, the uh, sort of mix of action, humor, heart, and plot was pretty spot on for the most part. Like there wasn't any one of those that I really wanted like a lot more of or a lot less mm. of. Um, I mean, to be fair, this movie's been in development for fucking twenty years. Like, if they didn't get it right at this point, like, what the fuck are they doing? Well, I mean, that's that's the like, yeah, I guess you're right, right? Like, they've had how many scripts have they had for this movie? Like, it's I'm like. <laughs> It's been developing like since the late nineties. Yeah, absolutely. They <laughs> like Xena was gonna be fucking Wonder Woman at one point. Which would have been pretty rad. Which would have been, yeah. I'd have watched Lucy Law. Let's do that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, let's see. I didn't have the same issue that uh I, I mean I maybe not issue, but I thought that the fight scenes and battle scenes overall were really strong. They what I liked about them was they had a good, like a powerful style and a style that was consistent between them all like unlike something like iron fist where where the style was just kind of all over the place and sort of the fight in the fight scenes and fight choreography like diana's fighting style was very distinctive it wasn't you know like martial arts it was very powerful and deliberate yeah um yeah and i thought that that really uh really worked well i liked everything that they did sort of by incorporating the uh bracelets and the the lasso into her fighting style as well yeah I thought that was really good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed the uh, my like my only gripe was that last fight where they kind of they stopped that the physicality kind of side of it and just became mm-hmm. a little, like kind of pitching shit at each yeah, other. Yeah, I and think I was like, you're, you you said it right was the Kamehameha kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I just said Dragon Ball. I don't know what she just said. It was over um, nine thousand. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's what it felt like. It had that. It just it felt like the it felt like the Doomsday fight. Like it was just that like. Like Ares felt very stationary, and then did they just kind of like threw shit at each other until like she figured out like how to get him down, like take him down. It was like, okay, like we did this fight in the last movie, like well not the last movie, the second to last movie, I guess. If Suicide Squad's in there somewhere, um, but like other than that, like when you're, it was like like the No Man's Land thing where like you were seeing her just being able to overpower everything, right? Like she's yeah. a goddess, so she's able to just like. She's probably the only person in the DCU can go toe to toe with Superman, right? Like that's kind of the Wonder Woman thing, mm-hmm. and she's on top of that. She's not. She's a warrior, right? So she's yeah. able to just get in there and just like beat fuckers down. So good because she should be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like Wonder Woman's always been a character that's been a, like the about about sort of the battle and the uh, striving for peace, but fighting for peace where it's yeah. necessary to kind of thing. And I felt that this it really sort of hit that mark as well in, in, in the tonality of it. I mean, they didn't shy away from, like, showing her, like, I don't know if they, they didn't, like, outright show you her killing people, but she must have 
killed some fuckers while she was. Now through. you saw some killing. She's never been somebody that's uh, that shied, shied away, away from, from exactly. Yeah, from, like she kills from like that killing where she doesn't have necessary. that. Like Batman on a battle, role yeah. Kind of like in, in a battlefield, you know, in a war zone kind of thing. She's never, yeah. never been afraid to uh, to do that. Like Which, we don't have as much like good stuff to say. Well, as what right. <laughs> what did you guys think about the uh, the other villains? I mean, we talked a little bit about Ares, but what do you think about like General Ludendorff and Doctor Poison? I, uh, actually, poorly I done, Doctor Poison. You didn't like Doctor Poison? I actually preferred Doctor Poison to the the general. I thought the general was a little arch. I did too, yeah. I was like, uh, he's he's hamming it up. It was like it was a little too like World War Two villain. I know it's not World War Two, but it was a little yeah. too much like evil Nazi kind of like general <laughs> villain kind of thing. I was like, I've seen this trope in a million Indiana Jones movies, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this character's been around for a long time. Um I don't think he did a poor job like acting it, but I don't think it was particularly like written to be the strongest role in the movie. Yeah. I thought the Doctor Poison thing was a little bit better, um, like found a better balance with stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, I I agree. I thought Ludendorff was a little bit over the top. I was really glad he didn't actually end up being Ares. I would have been pretty fucking disappointed yeah, if he that had. Been shitty. Yeah, that's um, yeah, too obvious though. Like, but uh, yeah, Doctor Poison was pretty good. A little bit more sort of nuanced, uh, and and uh, not yeah, not quite as like just straight up sort of arch kind of thing. Yeah. Like she was a a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, don't eh, know. I thought she was. A little touchy-feely for my liking. She wasn't like... A, she was only badass when affirmed by men. Hmm. Think about it. Yeah. Like, and what was the whole point of stealing that book when they made this huge deal? Well, it gave them the like, information as to where they were, right? Like, that was kind of the only thing yeah, we found Yeah, but like, it. he stole the book and then she was like, I can't do this without the book. And then two seconds later, she was like, oh, wait, yes, I can. Yeah. Because you believe in me, I can. Look that's, at this. That's true. They did do that, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, boo. <laughs> well, maybe she was supposed to sort of be the counterpoint to Diana, though. Like, she was supposed to be sort of the uh, woman that is there to serve man and and uh, and seek the uh, approval and uh, validation of her male counterparts or something like that. I didn't really give her uh, an exorbitant amount to do. Like, nope. it, like they were so secondary. She was the secondary villain to a secondary villain. Like, she's the dragon mm-hmm. to a secondary villain. So she's not really, like... Visually, I think it was. I think she was more there for the visual, I guess, with yeah. the mask and that kind of thing. Um, and then like, and then, the, and then like, like the the uh, sort of note of redemption at the end for Diana, yeah. where she where she has mercy on uh, on her. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was, I don't know. I just I thought that she was a kind of a throwaway character. I would have liked her to be the main villain instead of like she acted nervous all the time, and then when she wasn't nervous, she was just like plain evil. There wasn't a lot of. Yeah. I hope she comes back. I would like some opportunity to see her story go somewhere. Yeah, maybe Doctor Poison in current continuity, like modern continuity. I haven't mm-hmm. seen her in a long time. Wonder Woman is one of the characters I'm the least familiar with. I've mm-hmm. still been reading her for a few, maybe five or six years now, but um, I'm not super familiar with her in like sort more. of the '80s and '90s period. I feel like there's bits and pieces of stuff I read from the old George Perez run. And then, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I've read, and maybe not even read, it's just that they'll have, like, big-name artists on it that I want to look at more. Like, I yeah. remember Nicholas Scott was drawing it for a little while, and I really like her, because I know yeah. her. And then, um, who else? Like, they'll have, like, Terry Dodson doing covers or interiors or, like, somebody like that that I'll be like, oh, I kind of want to see the art, yeah. but I'm never that interested in the story. 
I did start reading the new 52 um, when it was, was it Azarello who took yeah, it? Yeah, Brian Azarello. That yeah. was really good stuff. It was but really it, good. it leaned a lot more into the mythology and it was a lot more just uh, gods and stuff like that rather than her dealing with sort of super powered. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't her like all on, like in like regular Earth like being in Metropolis dealing with shit kind of stuff, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, or not Metropolis, but like whatever. Yeah. Um, I I I I'm similarly like I'm not overly familiar with Wonder Woman. She tends to be a supporting character in books that I've read. Like she's in Justice League, but not mm-hmm. always like a lead kind of thing. Occasionally a lead, but not super often. They usually bounce the lead around of those books, right? So yeah. Um, and again, it's DC, which is kind of my like it's not like a blind blind spot, but it's not my not my universe. Your main. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Ares in particular, like he's got had a pretty big role in the m- more recent uh, yeah. DC comic stuff, and uh, I mean, I thought we already talked this this a little bit, but I I thought that having Sir Patrick be Ares and the sort of the manipulative side of him uh, rather than just being like a you know just instigating just raw straight up brutal violence kind of thing was a a nice touch and. I said I, I really didn't see that reveal to be telegraphed at all. Um, yeah. I liked I liked that they gave him back his armor at the end of the movie. I was a little bit concerned they weren't going to do that, and then when yeah. they did, I thought it was uh, kind of appropriate and, and fairly I don't well done. Think visually that fight would have worked if she was fighting a skinny, mustachioed British guy. <laughs> no, yeah, but he exactly. was still there. He was under there. Oh no, I know he was <laughs> under there, but I still just kind of feel like he wasn't like it wouldn't have been as effective a fight. So yeah. I got super excited because I was like, oh, Lupin. <laughs> yeah. Is that him? Is it the same yeah, actor? same guy. Oh, okay. Don't <laughs> look at me like him? I'm supposed to know. How do I know? <laughs> he's doing visual bits again on it. Yeah. Just upset. Um, I'm still upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really, like, there was a point in the movie where I was. Pictures of the cat, Christy. What more do you want? <laughs> you sent me one picture of a cat. I sent you more. She's sitting right here. There was there was a point where I was starting to think like oh my god they're just gonna you know play Ares off as like sort of an abstract concept and they're not gonna have him come back after having had all this build up and when I hit that point I was like that I'm not okay with that and so when they did actually bring him back and have him have like a active role in it instead of just being like 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 the sort of idea of uh of gods being more like abstract concepts or like an absent deity that's faded into obscurity has almost become tropey in comics yeah agreed uh, in recent years especially um, considering like that is the main point of a massive series that's airing right now yeah yeah exactly so i was glad that they that they shied away from that and that they didn't uh they didn't take that route with it no that's a good point Sorry, I'm looking at the pictures of cats that Mark is sending me. <laughs> Trying to cheer Christy up so that she'll finish the episode. Uh, ah, but when I was looking through the images, I went back to the dick pic. Well, don't don't go, don't go too far. Yeah, Jesus. don't scroll that far. I didn't mean to. It's in my thumbnail. <laughs> delete it. Uh-huh. I, here, I can delete it. I think I can no, go back fine. and delete. Here's messages. the here. This this isn't. It's not. It never happened. It's not. A, it's not cat, but it's my baby. Delete. Well, it's gone. Never happened. Yay. <laughs> um, um, the other reveal, the, the other reveal I liked that I also thought was a little more telegraphed, but not like overly so like wasn't spoon fed to you was the fact that the, uh, the God killer was not the sword. Yeah. No, was, yeah. was Diana herself. That, that was, we all cool. knew that was coming. Yeah. 
Like I, I had a feeling that was the case. Like at that that one felt a little bit too on the nose. Uh, oh really? Know, for the I, sword, or for, for the sword to be the god killer felt like okay, this is too easy kind of thing. So I felt like they're gonna do something else with it. But oh, see, I was like, as soon as she was like, the more she, the more um, she knows, the sooner he'll find her. I'm like, oh, so she's the god killer. Well, I was thinking that was more just the uh, the that she was Zeus's daughter. Yes. Not necessarily that she was the god killer. Oh no, I I had it from the beginning. You're so smart, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the this the god killer sword as the sword was a little bit too Dave's uh machine. Well, I'm glad they, I'm I'm kind of kind of glad they went away from that because I was like, we've got a lot of like chosen sword kind of things going on mm-hmm. in pop culture. Like it happens a lot, so it's like I'm glad they were like, we'll play it and then like forget it. Yeah, bait and so, switch it kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, bait and switch it. That, yeah. So I was like, that's probably the better way to do it than like actually have it be that that like X Mac and I kind of like we're gonna do this thing that actually can kill the god when it's really not. Yeah, like yeah. an object. It's her kind of thing. Yeah, I did thought it was kind of weird that they killed all the gods ahead of time because they usually like those gods are still alive in the DCU. Yeah. So like, or like in the DC, not the well. But, like, the the thing is, like, it's very much like. I mean, there's always gods in particular can always sort of come back because yeah. there's always sort of that, you know, if, yeah, exactly. If, if, if you believe in them, then they exist kind of thing, you know, and they're very American much created. Right yeah, exactly. They're very much created by the people that uh, worship them and believe, believe in them kind of thing, whether it's a direct form of worship or a sort of more vague, indirect kind. So I, I think that they easily have it out there if they want to do bring those characters back in later, which I think would be great. I'd love to see like a Diana takes on like the like an Azarello style, like Diana takes on maybe modern versions of the uh, <clears throat> Greek pantheon kind of thing. I'd almost yeah. pay to see the Justice League take them on. Actually, like I think that yeah. would be like if you're gonna get to like your third Justice League movie or whatever, or yeah, this would be. Yeah, I guess it would be like the third one. Like, what's what's the threat at that point? It's either you're going to go outer space and go aliens again, which at that point they're going to have done because Darkseid and mm-hmm. I guess Steppenwolf in the first one. I don't. I guess that's the main villain. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I was kind of hoping that like she was less like maybe Zeus's daughter, but also could have been Athena's because that's Ares' sister. Hmm. I was like, ooh, that would have been cool. And Athena is another character that features pretty heavily in the New 52 comics, the Azarello yep. comics, um, and was done pretty well in those comics. Uh, but yeah, there's it's always been that uh, Diana has, well, for as long as I can remember, it's been that Diana was the daughter of Zeus and Hippolyta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you guys have any other thoughts on the movie before we call it a night? Um. And one or two other little things which we haven't talked about yet. Uh, Lucy Roll Davis. Up. Lucy Davis is Etta Candy. I thought that was she did a really good job in that role. Um, yes. Yeah. That was that was one of my right? my favorite comedic beat was them yep. putting her in the glasses and her being like, yeah, she's just putting glasses on her. That's gonna make her not Gal Gadot, guys. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was like that's pretty fucking. And then when she showed up with the sword for that brief minute, I was yeah. like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, good. Yeah, and uh, Etta Kennedy is is another one of those characters that has a very long legacy in the comics, yeah. and uh, and I felt that they really they they grabbed sort of the spirit of that character pretty well. I was happy they used her at all. Like that was pretty cool. That they actually threw her in there, so I was like, yeah. that's pretty good. Like I'm happy they 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 got into that part of it. So yeah, and she was sort of another like excellent like sort of 
I don't, I don't want to say like strong female character because that's almost uh, sort of tropey at this point, but that she was a, a sort of bold female character. You know, she wasn't just some little mousy girl in the background kind of thing. She was a little like feisty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was um, pretty funny. She was fun. She's probably the best comedic part of the movie that wasn't like mm-hmm. Gal Gadot screaming about babies and shit like that. Like, that yeah. was pretty funny too. <laughs> I liked that stuff too. Like, her getting really excited about ice cream and stuff was like very sweet. I thought it was like. Yeah. She played the and, character very well. Like she played both aspects of the character very well. Yeah. Um, like I feel like we haven't really praised like Gal Gadot's like performance itself very much. No. Like, she she really did an epic job in that character. And like there there was a really clear development of her going from this sort of naive uh you know, this naive Amazon to actually learning the intricacies of man's world and that kind of thing. Like there was you could definitely see her change throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and she was, like, very much the heart of the movie, too. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. let anybody else kind of take away the centerpiece role or, like, take anything away from her. And, like, they just let her act the shit out of it. Like, I thought she killed it. She was really Yeah, yeah. she definitely was, a, like, I loved her acting. I thought she was really fun and, like, um, still powerful but naive, which I think is really hard to pull off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that What's was... the thing, like, the way they play the naive, like, she's so bold when she's doing, like, she's acting kind of like, she just doesn't understand the etiquette that there's, she's supposed to be yeah. following, and is therefore mm-hmm. just kind of doing what she would do as a warrior princess, right? It's just like, yeah, is that the does, name of Zena? Doesn't understand the politics. And, yeah. yeah, so she doesn't understand the thing. So she's just kind of barging in and, like, saying what's on her mind, and I'm like, that's exactly how it would be. And it seems yeah. dotty and, like, kind of, like, naive to us, but at the same time, it is, like, it makes sense that like that's the way the Wonder Woman character would be at the introduction, right? Like she's been raised yeah. to be royalty. She's been raised to be like this badass warrior, and then yeah. she goes into this other world where like she's supposed to follow rules. Like it's not fuck that. Like why would she bother following rules? You know, what I mean? especially at the point where yeah. literally if she was going to get into a fight with anybody, she's going to decimate them because yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> she's Wonder Woman, right? So yeah, yeah. I did no, like that they never yeah. they never actually said that name either. Like, they didn't call her Wonder Woman at any point. I'm still wondering how they're going to play that in the movies. Because, like... Didn't they say it a little bit? Like, she was a... I think somebody made, like, a like a passing, like, joke reference. So, like, oh, she's a Wonder, Wo- Wonder of a Woman or some shit like that. Yeah, like, that's it was about something... all yeah. they got. They didn't actually just, like, outright call her Wonder Woman. Because it is... I don't know. It always feels like a weird, awkward kind of code name to just, like, say out loud. It's, like, it's one thing to say, like, Batman or Superman and then, like, Wonder Woman kind of thing. Like, it is a little bit yeah. more... Yeah. Kind of feels like a code name, kind of like you're not gonna say it, that kind of thing. So, yeah, no, it's true. It's kind of like um, I like the, how they do that now, and then they do the homages to the um, the classic, like what they do with Thor in the new trailer with his like when his headpiece comes down. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're they're finding creative ways, and the same thing that they did with Luke Cage, you know. Oh yeah, with, like with his outfit and stuff. His yeah, chain, the chains and yeah. I'm still trying There's, to figure out how they're going to do that that the the 70s fucking like pimp collar for Iron Fist if they're ever gonna get to that <laughs> point in the in the show. But yeah, that. I feel like it's um there's they're getting smarter about finding ways to uh Yeah, getting around the the some of the inherent goofiness of some of the yeah. stuff like yeah. some of the stuff you can treat seriously, like you can treat Batman seriously in like a relatively realistic setting, but like and you could yeah, like obviously they can do it with Wonder Woman too, but it's also just calling her Wonder Woman is kind of a I don't know, like that weird alliterative, like, kind of name that's not. I don't know. Yeah, like, doesn't really roll off the tongue as easily, kind of thing. 
but that's just yeah, picking like a fucking 75 year old character that <laughs> will outlive all of us so <laughs> Um, no, it's true. The only other th- other thing that I had to mention was that there, I liked that although there were a few other sort of like little vague tie-ins to the expanded universe that they're building, it really does stand on its own. Yeah, like you could watch this movie without having watched like you know Batman v Superman or any of the other movies, and yeah. it it's it's yeah. its own it's its own entity. It wasn't like you know it it wasn't like Batman v Superman in that like a lot of the movie was in service of setting up justice league kind of thing yep and also based like predicated heavily upon what happened at the end of man of steel right like, yeah you kind of needed to see man of steel to see batman v superman to kind of yeah. understand the context of what was going on yeah yeah i missed um, some stuff not gonna lie yeah that actually yeah you would have missed up like that well i mean they, they, they do, do show, show it, some of it from this and from the scene or from the point of view of uh of bruce on the ground yeah. kind of thing which which helps but uh yeah I'm wondering how he's yeah. gonna. I'm wondering how they're gonna deal with like, because the movie's so far along, like Wonder, uh, Justice League at this point. And I guess there was a thing, and I was gonna, if I like, I was gonna bring it up in like in terms of news. They're doing apparently like we talked about them not doing like heavy reshoots. Apparently that's been rescinded. They are going back and doing like massive reshoots on Justice League now with Joss in the chair. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. awesome. To kind of that today. to kind of like um, match tone a little bit, like bring the tone up a little. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm like, is the movie that grim? Like, so I'm I'm really curious to see how they play her character against everybody else because we've seen a little bit of it in in like BVS, but like not a ton of interactions with her like in an active superhero role. Because that was my only other like not a gripe, but more of like a head scratchy thing. Because at the end of the movie, um, she seems like she's ready to kind of go out and like be part of man's role and do all like be a superhero and like take care of shit Mm -hmm. but by the time you get to like the beginning of batman v superman there's a weird continuity glitch where she's been in hiding for 100 years or something like that yeah so i'm like what is going on there like that doesn't make it makes for a better ending to the wonder woman movie but it is kind of a weird um i'm excited to see where the franchise goes well we haven't talked about the music at all christy you love that theme i hate it so (laughs) Much. I forgot the how much three times that. it got used were the worst. <laughs> did, they, I, did they use it three <gasps> times? I thought they only used it once. No, it they used it a few times in different anymore. in different forms. They used it. I, the thing it is, her. <laughs> the thing is, I think that it is uh, out of all of the DC EU movies that we've had so far, because I guess that's what they're calling it. Um, is it's it's the most notable theme. Like, the music from Man of Steel, the music for Batman v Superman, the music from Suicide Squad, like, the original scores are not, like, they're just there. You know, they're not particularly special or anything like that, but this is one where it's at least made an impression. In Christie's case, not the best impression. I'm, like, I'm, I'm not, like, I don't hate it the way Christie is. I don't love it. Like, I think it is a little, like, kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. I think I may have described it as, like, a shitty Tea Party B-side at one point, but, like... <laughs> I. Th- I think it's kind of I think it's pretty epic and it does like sort of I it it encapsulates the that sort of Mediterranean style like it sounds a little bit sort of Greek or something like that and like uh particularly the battlefield scene um I thought was uh it, it was used to pretty good effect there. I hated it. <laughs> Every time Every time it plays. 
I'm still going to use that as the intro to this episode. Though. Yeah. I hate it. I know you do. Stop making the noise. One more episode Chrissy's not going to listen to. I just... It doesn't suit her character. Yeah. I get I'm that okay. it's a badass riff, but it doesn't suit her. I don't know. I always... I thought... I mean, I don't... It doesn't bother me, like, one way or the other, so I'm not getting caught up. It did kind of... I felt it maybe suited her a little bit more in, like, Batman v Superman. I did yeah, feel it was a little tacked on in this movie. Like, it didn't suit the tone of this movie as well. But, I mean, it's like, if that's going to be her, like, the motif they're going to use for her, then, like, they got to stick with it, right? Like, you can't just, like, suddenly get rid Switch of something that was... Yeah. yeah, you can't just get rid of shit like that, so... Yeah, it's like changing the fucking Force theme in Star Wars or something like that. Yeah, like you'd be like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They could probably do something like a more orchestral version of it and not like... Well, they like, did. They had they had variations on it in this movie. Like, yeah. it wasn't always that, like, guitar-y kind of theme. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. <laughs> it's okay, Just, Christy. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. So, either way, like, did this make you guys more excited for Justice League, or... No. Uh, I mean, I was already pretty hyped for Justice League being a DC, big DC guy to begin with. So, I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't think it makes me any more or less hype for, uh, for Justice League compared to where I was already. See, it made me unclench a little bit. Like it made me less concerned for how Justice League is going to turn out, but that may be like false hope. So there is that, but I definitely (laughs) was like, oh, I'm not going to hate, like if they could get. Like I said, like they need to get Patty Jenkins to just take over the just like the whole fucking franchise, like make her the showrunner. Let her do. Yeah, it. I mean, or at least like the thing is, the thing just is keep the... giving her Wonder Woman movies to make for me, and then I'll be yeah. happy because at this point I don't really care about anything no, I, else. I'm happy for her to do fucking Wonder Woman movies at this point, ad infinite, ad infinitum. But uh, like the Superman and Batman are such tonally different characters that mm-hmm. I mean she. Sure, she might be able to do a great job on them, but I don't have any evidence right now that she could do those characters the same service that she's done Wonder Woman. True. Yeah. I just I'm so I don't like the way Zack Snyder's handled them for the most <laughs> part so far that I'm just kind of I want anybody else to have like to play with those toys now, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's only done two movies. Like I don't know why I'm bitching so much, but it's like Man of Steel's well, so just like they were important to you. Well, Man of Steel is so, like, I don't, I don't know. It's so middle of the road. Like, it just doesn't, it's not great. It's not terrible. Like, I, I still, I've seen it a couple times. I have it on Blu-ray. Like, Way better than Superman Returns. Yes, true. <laughs> that, yeah, you're, yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that movie. Way better than emo Superman. Yeah. Great fucking yeah. stalker Superman. It's unfortunate, because oh. Brandon Routh, I think, was well cast in that movie, but the script was just shit. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it was a fucking piece of shit. Um, but, uh, well, since we're talking about the future of the DCEU, what do you guys want to see in, in a sequel for a Wonder Woman movie? I think I think bringing specifics, it to modern... Specifics or general? I think modern times. I think they need to bring it to like now um, and just go Captain America with it. Not to continue yep. to belabor that point, but like... Um, yeah, just bring it to modern times and do something... I don't know. I don't know what you want to do story wise. I'd love to see her fight Cheetah. I mean, I know a bunch yeah. of people have said that. I just think it would just be a cool visual to have her fight. Like that's her most kind of. I guess I don't know if that's her most iconic villain, but I would say kind of, so. 
in that, terms of like visual, that's the one that like always comes to mind. So her and Ares, I think, are are the two yeah. big villains for Wonder Woman. So yeah, yeah. So I'd like to see that that even if it's just like a, a cold open, like a Batman cold open kind of idea, mm-hmm. um, that would work for me. And then uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else like I really like. I need to see in a Wonder Woman movie. Um, Gal Gadot, I guess. <laughs> I I just think that um, I'd like to see her, like I was saying earlier, acclimatized to life and like the mistakes that she'll make um, along the way I think will be fun to watch. But I don't know enough about her to like specifically um, desire any outcome. I just hope that if there's another love story that it's more, uh, it's deeper. Yeah. I wonder how they play that. You think they go like New 52 style and hook her up with Superman? But they do have a Lois that's like, they're kind of attached already. Yeah, I don't think they will at this point. I think they'll probably keep her or keep uh, Soups with Wonder Woman. There has been Bruce and Diana. I was going to say Tim versus Tim versus Bruce and Diana. That kind of and yeah. they did kind of hint at that in uh, in BVS. Like they yeah, they were kind so, of like eyeballing each other. I think that could work. That works for me. I yeah. loved it. In Justice League Unlimited, it totally worked. I thought it was. I thought it was a cute little dynamic they had. Like mm-hmm. um, that always worked for me. I would think it'd be cool if he wasn't actually dead and he found a way to, like, he was preserved or something. Who, Superman? Yeah. No, no, Steve Trevor. Oh, Steve Trevor. I'd yeah. be down for that, too. I, I would really like to see more of them together and see more of them. Like, I would like them to have a long-standing, long-term relationship. I don't know how you would work that into a modern-day timeline. Or... It'd be honest... a little Captain American-y, but... Yeah, it would be. I, I would, unless, you know, there's some, some way that he gets, like, time-bumped or something like that. Um, and comes back kind of thing. Somebody uh, could always go back cool. and grab him out of the timeline, too. Yeah. Like, this is, we are in, like, they will have boom tubes and shit like that to play with. So I guess time travel's not completely out of the question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, she is dealing with gods, right? Yes. Like, you don't know who's left. So, like, somebody yeah. could drag him out of the time stream and bring him forward for her kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And we are, was... we did already talk about, like, maybe having Diana uh, have more interaction with the pantheon of Greek gods. I think that could make a really good movie. I think. I think the second movie really does need to be a Wonder Woman versus Cheetah movie. Um, I don't know when you set that, if you set that in modern days. I'd also really like to see a Wonder Woman movie set in World War II. Um, I don't think they're going to... I just I don't feel like they're going to touch World War II. I think it's such the centerpiece of the... Uh, what, what, what does DC call Marvel? <laughs> What's their little like distinguished competition joke name for them? They don't really have one. I don't know. No. Um, that's kind of like across the streets kind of turf because yeah. like so much of the MCU is now it's across the country. Well, not as across the country, <laughs> um, but it's so much of like the MCU is predicated on World War Two and kind of like that kind of stuff. But there's still a ton of uh, DC that is as well. Like the JSA characters were all very much World War Two. Yeah, but they're not. I don't think they're going to touch that in the in the in their movie. No, not for universe. A while, if, if they, they e- ever if they ever get to that, like I don't yeah. think they will. Although they have in the TV shows. In the yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And like as well they should because those characters are fantastic. But it is like in these movies, I'm wondering if they'll bother doing World War II because like, I don't know. Like, I feel like well, we did World War One, which is different and cool. Like, it's a, it's a different like, I think that's something we didn't talk about is the fact that going to World War One is a different. It's not something we've seen. Not something you see movie, a ton yeah. or like any movies, yeah. really. You don't see it yeah. a lot in anything, right? It's always because like it's such a. I mean, this is like history nerd mark coming out, but it is like a much more like morally gray kind of conflict than World War II. World War II is so clean cut. 
Like, mm-hmm. yeah. the Nazis are bad, take the Nazis down kind of thing. Whereas, like, World War Two or World War One is just, like, it's a shit show of weird shit going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like a calamity of errors. So it is, it's a different kind of conflict altogether. So It's funny because so many people recognize what World War one uh world war two and then you ask them like who fought in world war one everyone's like uh, still the germans just it was still was it still the germans? yeah 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 <laughs> it's interesting it'd be but like i just that was the other thing we didn't really see much of the war we saw one section of the war yeah but it's only one person right like and the war is yeah. done by the time that like they end the war so like you can't go back any further into it because she's not there so the only thing you can do at that point is go forward into World War II. But if she's supposed to be in hiding, blah, 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 blah. I think the easiest way is to just, like, after Justice League, set the movie, set her next movie after Justice League. Like, her readjusting to being a superhero in modern times. But yeah, I don't know. Like, that's that's how I would handle it. I mean, it is just, like, directly stealing from Marvel's playbook in terms of, like, just bringing Captain America to modern times and doing a story there. But you don't have to do that story, right? Like, the Captain America story is very much, like, inside the shield kind of machine where it's like you're not going to do that with wonder woman you can do something with her just kind of like adjusting to life in the modern world and all that kind of i mean i guess she kind of already has because she's got a little job at like the museum or whatever i don't know what i'm talking about anymore that's in the episode <laughs> wait wait do you do you think that wonder woman and cap would have been good what do you mean i'm saying do you think they would have been a good couple i mean if like the universe is melded yes yeah probably yeah i'm asking if the universe, because like I could just see that from what we're talking about. I know the DC doesn't have the Marvel crossover, but that would have been a kind of a cool mashup. Yeah, they're both kind of fish out of water kind of thing, right? Yeah, I think they'd be probably. Yeah, I know that's like a little out you're of left me, field. Whatever but... you're doing with that thing in your ear, you're making me very uncomfortable right now. Why am I ear? You're like, no, because you're like poking the inside of your ears. <laughs> you're gonna poke I'll your brain. Ear. Is that better? Oh, don't. It's okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I find something that makes you uncomfortable? Well. No, Why don't I just keep doing it? <laughs> Why don't I just keep doing it? So you I didn't send you any Alf horse shit tonight, all right? Uh, it wasn't on tonight. me. Tonight. <laughs> I haven't done that shit in months. It's true. I'm living Alf clean these days. That's true. Anyway, let's end the episode. It seems like a good segue. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Dance Robot Dance. It has been our 47th episode. So we are uh, we're getting up there, but um, guys, do you have anything else to say really quickly before we sign off and do all the social media and all that crap? If you haven't seen Wonder Woman already, you sh- you should. I don't if- think anybody hasn't seen Wonder Woman yet. So I like, don't know. I'm, I'm go sure see there's it again. I'm sure there's still some people out there that have been like, "Oh, I hated Batman v Superman. I'm definitely not going to go see Wonder Woman." But you should. Agreed. I think this is like I think like this is the DCU stepping up. Like they finally got one right. So mm-hmm. good on them. Yeah. You gotta gotta give it a chance. Agreed. Um, That's easy for yeah. us to say. We're all so in the bag for this shit. Like we all yeah. have to watch them at this point. <laughs> right, so. Well, I was skeptical. I was skeptical of what it was going to be. I was a little. So was I, but I was not going to not see it. That was my. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like I'm going to go see all this shit regardless. I'm going to go see Transformers. I know it's going to be terrible. I'm still no. going to watch it. No, I'm not going to do it. I will not be seeing that. No. You're on your own. I will yeah. probably. I'll probably be alone in the theater too. Hopefully, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna need to get really drunk one day and just sit down and watch all those fucking Transformers. We've talked about movies. that. When you move up here, yeah. we're gonna do it. We're gonna get shit faced and watch like five Transformers. And I'm gonna tear them to fucking pieces. Oh, no, it's gonna be beautiful. I'm gonna love every second of it because <laughs> they're fucking terrible movies. But I love that franchise so much. <laughs> anyway, 
All right. Well, this has been a long conversation about Wonder Woman, so we hope that there isn't any spoilers. We should have put we should put spoilers at the beginning of the episode. There's always spoilers. Spoilers. But um, yeah, thank you for listening, folks. There were only three episodes away, or I guess two now, from our uh, our fiftieth. We're almost a year old. Isn't that cute? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out when we recorded that first episode. That was the thing, because there was some lag time between us recording it and it getting put out. So I'm like, I don't remember when the first weekend was. It wasn't too well, long. If we go far Facebook... enough back in our chats, I'm sure we could figure it out. Yeah. Facebook was telling me that you and the three of us became friends on Facebook a year ago, yeah. like five days ago. Yeah, so it must have been around that time, right? Yeah, that maybe been like maybe a week or two after that, after we sort yeah. of had, had some discussions or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm guessing that it's been a year. Yeah. But it's fine. Something like that. <laughs> but yes. All right. So here we go. I'm going to do the the social media. So you can find us on Facebook. If you go to Dance Robot Dance Podcast, just, you know, backslash it and do all that jazz. You can find us on Twitter at DRD underscore podcast. And if you still use Twitter. Um, and... Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes and the Google Play Store or any of your um, apps that let you listen to podcasts like Podcast Addict and Shout Engine. And uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's about it. Did I miss any? No, I don't think so. Well? Cool. I think I have them off by heart now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Only took you a year, Christy. Only took I'm a year. so proud Only of you. Only took me a year. I so still proud of you uh, right now. <laughs> I still read them every time. So. <laughs> oh, that's all right, well, let's say goodnight. So this has been Mark. Say goodnight, Mark. Goodnight, guys. And say goodnight, Tim. I'm sorry, Christy. Yeah, you should be. And this has been shoddily hosted by yours truly, Christy, because I, was, I am currently and was put into a mood. So if you, if you feel like messing with me with Alf picks, you're going to be defended. So I'm just saying it. Wonder Woman. It's going to make doing this podcast really awkward if you guys don't talk to each other anymore. <laughs> Whatever. See you guys next week. Or hear you guys next. You'll hear us next. It's okay, it's fine. Bye. Thanks, other Mark.